0: and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks.
2: Well, hello and welcome to Sports Lounge Live. And to set off our show, let's turn it over to Chris.
3: Okay, well, I hope everybody had a nice Father's Day. It was a very busy weekend in the world of sports. Um, all kinds of upsets and excitement and everything you know, with the U.S. Open and the NBA and hockey continuing and baseball going along, of course. And I hope everybody uh, uh, had an enjoyable uh, beginning of summer, too. We're into summer now. And uh, so and actually, by the end of summer, it's going to look like summer. You know, we've still got the hockey and basketball running later, but by the end of summer, it's going to actually be summery sports. With the, uh, you will be back to normal with the NFL training camps going and the uh, Major League Baseball Baseball heading towards the stretch and college football about to start. So we'll be kind of uh, where we're supposed to be. It's taking us a year and a half to get there, but we're almost there. Anyway, so today's June 22nd uh, of 2021, show number 149. And the agenda for today, we have our, of course, we're going to go through the death list. Actually, we got a little old business to clear off about uh, for Bobby Unser Jr. We kind of gave him a, a short uh, strip last week, so we'll explain that. So we're going to cover the U.S. Open golf and NASCAR. College sports in various uh, forms. There's stuff about, uh, of course, the baseball tournament, and there's stuff about football, and there's stuff about compensation for the players and all that other stuff. Major League Baseball, of course, NBA, NFL, NHL, Wimbledon, a couple of uh, people are going to be there that uh, we did not be there that we thought might, and track and field. And uh, so that's the uh, thing. And we have my death list. We've only got, I think, five people on it today. And the first is the old, well, the first of the, I, that makes six, but this is easy. Uh, Bobby Unser, uh, he did not die of drugs uh, or anything. He had a uh, complication uh, for, from knee surgery. He had blood clot. And uh, the last time we know of that he did drug was, drugs was 2008 when he was convicted for that. So um, that was unfair to Bobby and so forth. So we want to straighten that out. We had, for the five people we're going to be reporting on later on, Art Dittmar, 92 uh, years old, pitcher for the Philadelphia A's, Kansas City A's, and the Yankees, and uh, back to Kansas City again. Pitched from 54 through 62. Uh, and Jim, and, and there's a, a a famous mistake was made involving him when he was in the bullpen, and he did not give up the home run he was alleged to have done and given up. Jim Phelan, 92 uh, years old, longtime Mount Saint Mary's of Maryland uh, basketball coach, about the longest coaching tenure in history, probably. Ron Saul, 73 years old, offensive lineman for Michigan State, Houston, and the Redskins uh Leroy Jones 70 years old and uh he played uh for Edmonton and San, Edmonton and football and then San Diego Chargers and he was a defensive lineman and let's see and if he came up with 43.5 sacks and uh Tom Kervers Min, uh, went to Minnesota Duluth and he was an NHL defenseman and executive for the NHL too so uh for NHL teams so anyway so as far as the We'll get to the panel now, of course. We'll go around and let everybody talk about what's on their minds and then before we start and do the agenda. And my thing is, well, we have a big series starting tonight with the Red Sox at Tampa Bay. And the law of averages dictate if you're betting, if you're going to bet this game, you'd be betting on Tampa Bay because... Tampa Bay has lost. They played so well, but they've just lost six in a row. And the last time the Red Sox played Tampa Bay, when they were just the first three wins of the season, came against Tampa Bay uh, here at Fenway. I think they were the first three wins, weren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it's like, uh, that. I guess the home opener was against Tampa Bay. That doesn't sound right. No, no. They opened up at home against Baltimore, right? Lost That's lost right. Then Tampa Bay Tampa came, Bay came here. Yeah, yeah, and they swept them. So you
4: get indications... to see Tampa
0: Bay's best prospect tonight, Chris. Yes.
3: Yeah, so what's his name? Yeah. Wander
0: Wander Franco
3: wonder franco what is he? shortstop i think he is yeah. a shortstop is he yes yeah, yeah. yeah shortstop so he's going to play tonight so there what is, as we go in of course we'll cover all this in detail later but the red sox are up by half a game and it's because Tampa Bay's lost at six in a row and the red sox you know have been doing okay on the road not great but okay so but the big thing that happened here this week was the trade kemba walker was traded from the celtics to oklahoma city along with the 16th pick and a 2025 two draft choice And they also got, uh, and then Saldis got back Al Horford, and he's always been controversial here. Good Al, bad Al, you know, whatever. I always thought he was pretty good, and he's been more healthy than Kemba, that's one thing. So they got back Al Horford, who's a center, and they really need some help there. Robert Williams is a great prospect, but he doesn't seem to be able to stay on the court. So we'll oh. see what happens with him. I don't know whether that means he's going to go somewhere or what they're going to do, but is uh, not a long-term solution. You'd like Robert to just, this is better for insurance. So you've got Horford here, a guy named Moses Brown, also a center.
5: He, he's a center also, And a yeah.
3: 2023 uh, second pick uh, that the Celtics uh, received. So that was the big news here this week. So I guess that's me for the panel. Rick?
4: Yeah, uh well, it's been a pretty good week. I've enjoyed a couple of great seventh games in the NBA. Um and Saturday night's islanders Lightning game was amazing the way yeah. that game ended. Yeah. Uh not so good last night, but <laughs> <laughs> no. um and just a couple of baseball observations. Um I want to congratulate the Diamondbacks for breaking their seventeen game losing streak. <laughs> yeah. Do you know do you know that team at one point this year was fifteen and fourteen and since then they've gone six and thirty yeah, nine? That's right.
5: Yeah. Uh, they were actually fifteen <laughs> and thirteen. You know, really? 13 six uh, and
3: yeah. forty and it's the most amazing I was thinking about I'm trying to think of a streak that long one direction or the other. Last one I could think of that similar would be the Tigers start of thirty five and five in uh, 1984, yeah. you nineteen eighty four. Right.
4: God, you just don't yeah. see that. Yeah. And the other thing is I am just I am already so sick of hearing these pitches complain about this you know I'm um did they have a bad In, day yesterday? No, enforcing the... Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> we just started yesterday. That's what I'm <laughs> well, they're checking oh, them on the No, but they, they started funny. complaining before yesterday that, you know, uh, yeah, well, yeah, with Colasco and, uh, you know, they, they've complained everything about, you know, they've, they've come up with everything that the games are going to be longer until till they're going to ruin their careers and then our community went Cy Young Awards and then, uh, uh, you know, it's you know I, know, I know I know you guys are bigger baseball fans than I am and I know it probably wouldn't be good for the show but I am rooting so hard for a nice long work stoppage next year. Oh, you I, get it. Yeah,
5: we're going <laughs> to have one rick yeah i know i I think we are yeah Yeah. so uh and perry uh, your
4: your cubs for most of this week look like they might have started their strike early
0: (laughs) it seemed like it they they, the the hitting certainly stopped i gotta tell you (laughs) (laughs) one of our local radio stations did a poll this morning and polls are always interesting you know you, you get all sorts of responses um The question was: Do you plan to celebrate Independence Day with fireworks? You know, and all that kind of stuff. Sixty-four percent said yes. Twenty-five percent said no. Eleven percent of the respondents had never heard of Independence Day. Where on earth? Where on earth are these people from? And who are these people? (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, whether you celebrate it or not, I guess is up to you. But if you haven't heard of it. I mean, how? how silly. Oh, is that <laughs> the same thing as the Fourth of July? Yeah. <laughs> that must be that, you, you know. And uh, we, of course, uh, the Cubs are at home tonight. We just as we went to air, we got a severe thunderstorm oh. warning, so we will have hmm. to see if they get their game oh. in tonight. But uh, yeah. we will have okay. to see about that, Bill.
2: Well, we're cruising along here. I checked out. We've been watching with a little bit of interest who might become. The, the Pacers new coach, but I don't see anything on the horizon that's going to be real great on that. Um, I think maybe, I don't know what's going to happen there, I think but the it, best candidate,
5: Bill, they've interviewed so far is Terry Stock.
2: Yeah, that, but yeah. then they got some guy they were interviewing from the G League, and I thought, if you're down to that level, you've been out of the NBA, why in the world do we want you with the Pacers? But If I guess, they're
0: from the G League, they just had a coach for, that was in the G League. Yeah,
2: they did. Yeah, and that didn't work so well, did it? Um, but other than that, putting together some technology, and it's always fun to to do that and to get that done and we for our alumni we finally I finally took advantage of one of these prime day sales and got eighty dollars off of this talking television from Amazon and one hundred nineteen dollars. These folks are set up for ball games, movies, news, whatever Good. you want to watch or listen nice. to. So does it, does it
0: work well, Bill?
2: Yes perfect
0: so the talk the talk is good and everything
2: oh yeah perfect speech perfect speech there's nothing you can't do on that television so that is great but it's small enough that you know everything's in stereo they can listen to the radio stations set a sleep timer it turns off i mean everything's accessible yep. so that's, that's a good. that's a great thing so yep. let's turn it over to robert
5: well uh here in hot california we need all the water we can get and of course this is our uh unfortunately we've uh already begun our fire season and i've already had a have already had a scare this week and it's something i'm gonna to have to worry about all summer long uh unfortunately but uh and we've had a tremendous heat wave which which finally uh left us but we have another one coming back this weekend so that is never good uh other than that things are pretty normal around here um i'm Trying to keep up with things as best I can. Uh, for those that are interested in A's Texas tonight, you will not find it on regular TV. That is the, uh, today is their YouTube. Ga- it's uh, the YouTube game of the week. So if you're in the Texas area or the Bay Area, uh, just like with the Giants and Phillies last week, they were on Peacock tonight. The Rangers and A's will be on YouTube TV only. So and
0: you can, but you can watch it for free
5: on yes, YouTube. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. So. There you go. Anyway, that's about all I got. Sean?
6: Well, you need to you need some rain. We need to blow the whatever's got these allergies with Because in case so I'm warning you in case I go in and sound like the twelve year old boy whose voice changes, you know, whatever <laughs> something's in the air. You had people last year it was COVID, COVID's gone, everybody's getting vaccinated, but now everybody's coughing with allergies or uh, or having the crackled voices and yeah, so it's a lot of fun. But anyway, yeah, good? good weekend of sports. Something interesting I learned the Olympics speaking of COVID, they're going to apparently they're going to have some fans there, but they're saying it's either going to be fifty percent or ten thousand people. So if an if a venue is bigger than ten thousand or bigger than twenty thousand or they're going to have ten thousand. But if it's a smaller venue, they're going to have it at fifty percent for fans to go to the game and most pretty much most players, most athletes over there are getting vaccinated, and most of the workers are. You know, Japan's still, what, like a 2 or 4%, which which is amazing for a you know, a technologically advanced country that they're so far behind.
3: But well, the thing is, and I don't I'll totally understand, and that's that's I really don't know what the world distribution is. But I think they're made here, mostly made here. There are others made in other countries that maybe they haven't even been approved here. It doesn't mean they won't work. But we grab the first doses here. I mean, naturally we're here. Yeah. So you know, I think it's hard well, in just in general for other Europe's people to getting, get them. You know, Europe's, get, Europe's well, Europe. Europe Europe seems to. They may have some other uh, sites. I'm not sure. Asia does, and of course the. India's in trouble, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah,
6: India's in trouble, but Japan's a lot more developed than a lot of
3: the yeah, other areas. But Asian you can't buy something. You, know, you can have all the money in the world you want, if you can't buy it if it's not available. So I'm, I'm not saying it isn't. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, this, but nobody's yeah. kidding. But, the way we cover international news in this country is pitiful, so who the heck knows. <laughs> but anyway, if you, right. want, if you want to call in, you can
6: download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923. Enter the code 287-723-4600. Hit pound key twice if you're on your phone, and, you know, and then just do the code if you're on the iPhone or the computer. Star 9, raise your hand. Alt Y on the computer and more key on your smart device. smartphone. If you're listening throughout the week, you want to leave us a message. We are back to three ways now. Yes, yeah, Lounge at allthingsradio.net or 773-572-7715. Or the option two is working at 800-693-0595. Yes, yeah, hit option two. It is working so all Be sure right to now say it's
5: for sports lounge
6: and say it for sports lounge live yes and tonight we're going to have an interesting poll question because there's a number of sports got some cinderella stories going on and you know even with all the golf the majors we're going to talk about some of your favorite cinderella stories in sports so we'll get to that later but first let's get Speaking of golf, I guess we'll go ahead and
3: U.S. Open. That's it. right. Okay, yeah. so we had John Rahm win the t- tournament, and, and he is, and he was the guy that left the Memorial Tournament two weeks ago with like a six-stroke lead. He's also yeah. the number one uh, uh, player in the in the country, you know, in the world actually. In the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world, and so and he was uh, like
6: three strokes.
3: He was three strokes behind going into the final
6: day. And Russell Henley, the American who I don't know much about, he was just choking, and he shot a 77 on the last day. And Rahm just, I mean, you could just see him climbing. He passed,
3: uh, Ustazen. stays he passed uh, the others over. You know, yeah. He was just... He had two birdies on the second. last two holes to win it, and he had, uh, let's see, um, he's 26, and he's the first Spaniard uh, for, to win the U.S. Open, so that means 75 yeah. and uh, Who's the other guy? Uh, the other? Um, Sergio, Sergio, Sergio Garcia. Sergio Garcia, Garcia number one. Yeah.
6: And he, yeah, he went to Arizona State. He said, when he was at Arizona State, he goes, I'm going to win the U.S. Open because that's the thought." He stayed here on the American Tour. And, you know, how about this? The first three majors, you had the first Japanese player win the Masters. Then Mm -hmm. Phil, winning the PGA at 50, only guy over 50 to do it. Then the first Spaniard, I mean, John Rahm, a little bit of stuff after two weeks ago, him testing positive for COVID and everything, and now this. All, I mean... Say, there's been some history in golf this
3: year. Yeah, there has. So, um, Louis Oosterhuis was, uh, or, how's it, I, I never. Oosterhoes. Oosterhuis. <laughs> Oosterhoes. Oosterhuis. Oosterhuis.
5: Oosterhuis. Oosterhuis.
3: Oosterhuis. Oosterhuis. Okay. He was one stroke back and then, uh, four under second. Uh, and he was, uh, that's the second time he's been in second in the, uh, you know, he was in second in the, uh, PGA also. And Harris English was, uh, three under and he was third. Yeah. And the first, uh, uh, so that's it for the U.S. So, and next, next year, it's coming to the country club in Brookline. And that's a historic here in Massachusetts. It's, it's a historic club. It's where, uh, you know, the, what they talk about, is very different for these players. The greens are small. They, they, the fairways are narrow, you know would you build a tournament in a, play, a course in a place like this and people around here are always used to playing on these kind of courses because you know mm-hmm. you don't have all kinds of room to spread out and have a nice uh, whatever you know not a lot of land land is expensive here land is you know is hard to come by so when these golf courses were built and everything was developed so they were built into you know neighborhoods and, and cities and, and towns and stuff. So there, yeah. people from the the Northeast are used to playing on narrow fairways, narrow smaller greens, and that's the kind of course it is. So it's going to be a D Country Club first event there since the Ryder Cup in 19 Cup in 1999 when they accused uh, those horrible fans of being like they were Fenway Park, yelling and screaming and costing the Europeans the tournament when the Americans uh, rallied and all that other stuff. And they were not gentlemanly and ladylike and all that. But they're going to come back. It's the first Open there that. since 1988 when Curtis Strange won. It. In 1963, Julius Boris won it in a playoff. So, but both the Opens that have been there before, and Francis Wimette was the first amateur to win the Open in 1913. But the Opens that have been there for 63 and 88 all both ended in playoffs. So they're getting it ready. I read an article about it in the Globe, and uh, they'll be all set. Of course, it's the 13th through the 19th of June next year, and uh, you know, so we'll be ready to go for that, and that'll get everybody. I, it's always kind of fun when that comes here because uh, you know it's it's the big major golf event we get, and of course we did get that Ryder Cup, so that was that's cool. But it's one of the historic courses in the in the in the country so and our okay. final major will be final
6: major will be on the 15th of July so it's always the third Thursday and they want to, they'll get it done because Remember, golf is an Olympic sport now, so they got to get it done before.
3: <laughs> okay, they'll just get it done in time. And Which rainy, yeah. uh, windy course are they going to have it at this year? Do you know? <laughs> I, I think it was I like it when it's in Scotland because St- it's usually 30 degrees and rainy. Yeah. Well,
6: I think they're going to keep it because it was supposed to have been at St. Andrews last year. And oh, I okay. Gonna have it, I think since, remember, they did not play the British
3: right. last year. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, that's probably where it is then unless there's a anniversary they had to, to deal with or something, you know, to have it at a certain place. But anyway, so we had a couple of interesting uh, NASCAR races. Kyle Bush won his 100th Xfinity race. Now, somebody tell me, I know I've known this before, but I forgot. Robert, tell me about this. What's the difference between the Xfinity races and the regular races they have the next day? Different kind of car or what?
5: Um, well, uh, no, it's the same kind of car, but what I don't understand uh, is why are some of the established NASCAR people allowed to race in the Xfinity when uh, they race in the yeah, cup yeah, race yeah, circuit. The, the next yeah. day, uh, yeah. I have always thought of the Xfinity uh, series as yeah. for the up and coming drivers. Yeah, yeah, it's basically uh, the AAA. It's supposed to be AAA, but they allow
6: some of your established, you know, a lot of your established drivers run there. Yeah, yeah well, And the truck
3: series. He's he's won one hundred and uh, three, three hundred and sixty six uh, of these Xfinity races, so maybe that's yeah. not fair because David U.S.F. gave us a lot of statistics. Mark Martin is second with forty nine. So like he's the all time leader is. Um, uh, Uh, Kyle Busch. Kyle Maybe maybe
0: we can get some answer here. Um, Uh, Yeah, Pierre might know more about it. Yeah, Louis has
3: a little statistics, and then Mark Martin had 49, Kevin Harvick with 47. Well, the difference
7: difference is that they have a little less horsepower, they have a shorter wheel span, but the main thing is they have carbon fiber bodies, and NASCAR has metal bodies. Okay. Okay.
2: And, and then,
7: and also, uh, okay. Also, while I'm here yep. uh, on the Olympics, they said uh, they're going to have uh, only fifty percent, but no one can cheer at right. all. <laughs> wow! And no uh, one can cheer. I didn't hear that one. Yeah, right. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah no, uh, they want they want a completely quiet.
3: Oh, and and that's going to uh, be. Yeah. You, you know, then, maybe they're oh. they're obedient over there, but that would like work for two seconds here. You
7: know, yeah, go, go, ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead, Pierre. And then uh, Jacob Degrom was the first one tested yesterday for the uh, sticky substance. They had for his cap, his glove, and his belt, and they inspected oh. him and said he was good to go, yep. and they let him go. Yep. Hey, 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 right, Pierre,
0: Pierre, while we have you, what's
7: and the you latest about the 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 Detroit pitcher that? Uh, that started the game, and he was so nervous that uh, he put two men on, and he got nervous and he threw up all over the mound. Oh, <laughs> gee!
0: Oh and no!
7: They, they pulled him out the game and set him back down. Oh, gee! So
0: Pierre, familiar. what's the latest on the uh, LSU coaching search? Any news on that? No news yet. Well, the okay. I can give you one piece of news: Bianco has withdrawn from that.
7: Well, I'm anxious to see. They were saying this morning that they were waiting to see when Tennessee lost if the plane was going to land back in Tennessee or in Baton Rouge. Now, I have heard that.
3: <laughs> oh, are they? Is Tennessee, uh, even for baseball, they're like those soccer fans in Italy that will kill their team if they don't win or something? <laughs> no, no, but him going to Baton Rouge. Oh, I see him. him. Oh, going. Yeah, yeah, all right. I get it. So. Um, and uh, to finish up NASCAR, uh, Kyle Larson won the Allied 400 in Nashville too. So anyway, so I don't know if we want to, it's a little early, but do you want to, because college is going to take a while. So would it be sensible to do our break right now and before we launch into college?
0: Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Though let's go ahead and do our break now and then we'll go into the college. Yeah. People been
3: saying
5: to your friend, get a different face and posting on their feed, they're
1: super
8: and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you training that pet to play the keyboard that's optional start a story adopt a shelter or rescue pet today brought to you by maddie's fund the Humane society of the united states and the ad council allison is perfect i mean she'd never tell you that she's humble and perfect She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad.
5: Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
3: And we're back. So, okay. all right. so why don't you guys start out with the uh, baseball tournament, Perry <laughs> and Sean, and uh, let us know what's going on in Omaha. Well, first of all, before we get to that, let me tell you some breaking
6: news. Uh, longtime Texas A&M Cats football coach, R.C. Slocum, of course, was diagnosed uh, yesterday with Hoskins lymphoma. Of course he coached there in the eighties and nineties at the glory years at the end when they were winning a lot and you know, he he's going undergoing chemo. Uh really a good guy. One of the good all the coaches, the high school coaches loved him. My dad loved him. I've met him a couple times and really I mean, you, you know, really, oh, you know in the eighties and nineties he's one of the people you thought of in college in college football and just so hopefully he will get better, but yeah, college baseball, Oh, man. Crazy World Series in Omaha going on because <laughs> you had Saturday. Saturday of course it opened up uh oh. NC State or well first yeah, NC State took out Stanford. Remember, NC State's a th- uh They're are two, I think there were three seeds in their region and then they managed to come and remember they upset Arkansas. Then they took down Stanford and then Vanderbilt Arizona. Vanderbilt took down Arizona in 12 12- 12 innings. I mean, that one didn't go over. So, and then Sunday, of course, uh, Virginia took down Tennessee and Mississippi State took down Texas. Texas and Tennessee, the two and three seeds, the highest seeds were playing in the elimination game, which I'll get to. And then yesterday, Stanford eliminated Arizona because, you know, Arizona, they eliminated them. And East Carolina, or East Carolina. NC State eliminated Vanderbilt, so... Uh, they beat Vanderbilt So Vanderbilt in the winner's bracket game. So Vanderbilt and Stanford, since Vanderbilt was the loser of the winner's bracket game, and Stanford survived the winner's bracket, or the losers, they survived it. They will play tomorrow in at 7 Eastern. And then today, so far, uh, Texas took down Tennessee. So Tennessee is going home, and we have Virginia-Mississippi State tonight. The loser of Virginia-Mississippi State plays Texas on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then... Whoever comes out of that game, those two games will play Mississippi State and, Vander, and uh, NC State, respectively, on Friday, and then, if necessary, on Saturday. So, NC State has a break from yesterday until Friday. Uh, whoever wins in Mississippi State, Virginia will have a break from today until Friday and play, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. And, and, it, and it's 100%. There, The crowds are there. Omaha has not been expecting it. I don't think they weren't expecting They uh, They didn't realize that many people were going to travel because we were hearing stories of people having trouble getting restaurants on Sunday, yeah. Actually, Sunday night, Saturday was easy.
3: but I mean, I think, I good... think this country, you know, either. And as I said before the show, either people are vaccinated and they're ready to go and they want to go, you know, depending on the part of the country mm-hmm. or they're not vaccinated. They don't care if they're vaccinated. They don't believe in the disease or they're just not going to get vaccinated. So they're going to go yeah. anyway because things are open. I think people or have had a year and a half some of some nothing, of the, you know? Or some had the COVID virus
6: uh, recently, and so they still have the antibody, and they might be waiting on the vaccine. You know, yeah, they don't want yeah. You know, either way, there's there's all these things that are going on. You know, there's people are going to go.
3: You know, as I said before yeah, the show, go. we, our traffic yeah. is back to 2019 levels already. And, so you know, and
6: ESPN is there. They have they're actually at the game. They're like they were talking about it, in Juan Perez and Carl Ravage And, all that, and they were talking about the game the other night, going, "Oh, it's nice to not be watching a game on a monitor." Yeah, but, I don't yeah. know. You have any Perry and he's left on the.
3: Uh, for the no, Omaha. I think
0: I think that's. Good. I think you covered it, Sean. Go okay. State tonight. By the
3: okay. way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, okay, so um, uh, Sean, you had a story earlier in the week about Arizona State football. <laughs> good old Herm Edwards. Good old Herm. <laughs>
6: he's doing well there in college. Arizona State being investigated. They have some violations. Apparently, there's some illegal pay. Because remember, it's not legal yet. Not until July 1st in seven states and september 1st and about 10 others but also here's the big one remember they had a ban on on-campus visits up until june 1st of this year because of covid and apparently in june and july of 2020 and even august oh herm was having some players on campus visiting so and multiple recruits he was getting them in there and remember this is still june july when everything was still pretty strong. Oh, this is Herm Gopher
3: on fourth down Edwards. You know, I mean, he's, he's the guy. You know, he would do uh, yep, whatever yep. he can. You know, he doesn't really care. So there, there you go. God. Okay. And then uh, we are going to have a new ball. I mean, we've only got 32 balls. We need another ball. <laughs> but we're going to have 42. a new ball anyway. And I don't yeah. even know how many. But we are we got uh, to tell, tell them who it's named after and what's going to happen with this ball, okay. uh, Sean. <laughs> okay, I can't make this up, people. It, there's a, they
6: were gonna uh, there's gonna be a new bowl in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, uh, the the LA Bowl. But it is now they've found a sponsor, the Jimmy Kimmel Live, LA Bowl. That's right, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, one of the one of the late night talk shows, Jimmy Kimmel is sponsoring a bowl game, and ironically, of course, it's gonna be an ESPN game. So Disney, you know, Disney of course, ABC produces Jimmy Kimmel Live. You know, that's their show. So you're going to see all kinds of Jimmy Kimmel live stuff. Now, I had an idea. What they need to do is maybe go up like. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon go sponsor the Holiday Bowl. Maybe uh, the Late Show with Colbert. It's up in New yeah, York. Yeah, get, get everybody with a in bowl.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah, and, and they have to mention the Tonight Show on ESPN, a Disney network. They have to mention the NBC and the CBS shows on the Disney network. Or what well, are we actually, gonna have maybe the,
3: maybe the CBS would sponsor like the Sun Bowl that they already have. Or yeah, something back in, like in the day that. we could have had yeah. the the
6: Cheers Boston Bowl or something. Like yeah, that, that would have been in, good. Was, oh, we'll, we'll
3: have it at Fenway Park. We we'll need a Sports <laughs> Lounge yeah. Live Bowl. Yeah, we do. it. Hey, let's sponsor.
6: One. Yeah, let's have a fun. Anybody want to sponsor a ball? Let's have a fundraiser. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it
3: makes it brings you back to golf events: the Bing Crosby tournament, the Bob Hope Desert Classic. I guess uh, Glenn Campbell had a tournament. Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. Yeah. had a tournament. So you know, everybody had these. So why not? But-
6: but I had never seen a person or a show with a person's name sponsor. I said I've seen some weird sponsors on bowls, you know. But oh yeah. man!
3: <laughs> so the big story, though, probably the longest lasting story, is the, uh, the NCAA got it in the neck from the Supreme Court yesterday.
6: Yep, they did. Oh yeah, they voted nine to zero. Supreme Court voted nine to zero uh, that the NCAA's definition of amateurism. Is not in line with federal antitrust laws, and apparently Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, wrote it. Also, but also, uh, I mean, to get the Supreme Court to agree, nine to nothing on anything is <laughs> big. I mean, yeah, I mean, when Sotomayor and Kavanaugh are agreeing on something, then you know it's big. <laughs> you know it's like, but what they're saying is that in any other type of workplace, say billion-dollar business, mm-hmm. what they're doing would be considered illegal by uh, not offering them anything. What this allows, because right now, okay, let's say you're in college now. You're on a scholarship, an athletic scholarship. Let's say you happen to be a really good student, and you get one of these, oh, study abroad semesters with Oxford or something. (laughs) And generally, it's paid for. The school allows that, and then you come back to your school. That isn't right. That wasn't considered an NCAA violation according to their bylaws so because the NCA, so the supreme court said no you have to allow them to accept this uh this deal you have to allow them to do this and this is not involving the name image and likeness bills that are coming up it's a totally separate like a student let's say they have a paid inter- postgraduate internship or they're working as a teaching assistant or a lab assistant. You know, usually students are paid by the university. You know, they get a little compensation, plus they get some scholarship money on that. They're allowed to do that. Let's say they get a laptop to, you know, they're allowed to get stuff like that. They said it's for educational purposes, and they explained, he said no. And he didn't go into to the financial compensation part because I think he's got, they're going to let the name, image, and likeness handle that, you know, because that way the schools don't have to say, hey, we're paying. But they can take these you know, take these, and there's a really good documentary on the Vice channel called College Sports Inc., and it was out two weeks ago, and they talked about Jeremy Bloom, the skier. He also played football for Colorado, and he was playing, but he was all trained for his Olympics, and he could not accept money to pay for, you know, his endorsement money pays for his Olympic skiing training. The Olympics, he was allowed to, but because he was playing college football, they said, oh, you can't accept that to pay for your Olympic training. It's an NCAA violation, even though it's not an NCAA event that he's training for. So he quit football, where he was a pretty good football player. He he still missed those last two years and was drafted by the Eagles. I mean, that just shows. And then you have that plus in July, here in July 1st, seven states coming online with the name, image, and likeness, and then 10 more September 1st. And apparently there are people, it's a bipartisan group, working on a national name, image, and likeness bill. And this all goes back to a case in 2014 where a West Virginia it was a west virginia uh tennis player sued over because he was you know he was going to take some uh, he was going to take a job in the chemistry lab you know working there and he, he sued this this is where this this is where this all started
3: back in 2014 okay all right so i think we're done hold on think. just hold one on. second
0: hold on just one second chris bill just for your own knowledge uh we have just been placed into a new severe thunderstorm warning, which does now include me. So if I get to the point to where I have to go to the phone, I'm just letting you know that may happen. Okay, go ahead, Press. Yeah. Okay, Hold on, one more, one
6: one more, more college story. One, one, one more, the other college story that I was telling okay. you all about before the show, uh, the – Remember, we talked a couple weeks ago about the committee—the three, the three uh, commissioners and athletic director of Notre Dame—and their plan for the twelve-team playoff. Yeah. Well, apparently, they went to Dallas and took this to eleven college presidents and chancellors, and they announced that. The presidents agreed. They said, "Here's what we need to do. We like the idea of a 12 team, but show the feasibility. Put all the and let's give this to the 10 conference commissioners to see about coming up with a plan." This just came down this afternoon in Dallas. So okay. I thought it would have been later in the week. I knew they were meeting, but. They decided early.
3: Yeah. Well, I I think college presidents tend to vote for things when they're going to get money. And <laughs> so I don't think it was a big surprise that they thought this would be a good the idea. And they're yeah, saying yeah. this would start in 2023, this 12-team. Yeah. So, uh, so we have two more years yeah. of the uh, 14 right now coming yeah. up anyway.
0: Okay. And it won't change until then. Right.
3: Yeah, won't change until then. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we have our MLB standings. As we move before over you
0: to get to that, baseball. Chris, we do have, yeah. remember we do have that Creighton story. Oh, uh, okay. Creighton yeah, go ahead. is now two years of probation. This is because of the former assistant coach that they had that was caught up in the FBI scandal, you know, that we've been following seemingly for years and years on. Yes, it's
3: been two
0: years probation. uh, He got a two year show cause penalty and uh, their budget has been cut by one percent and they are losing one scholarship for the next two years. Well, that's
3: not bad. They're not losing no. postseason or anything like that, so that's good. Okay, so but into baseball, here we go. Here are the standings as of Tuesday, and then what uh, we do have, we'll have one final for you, but that will not be reflected in these standings. So you you know figure that in. American League East, as I said, Red Sox and Tampa Bay started pivotal three. Now it's June, pivotal three game series. Anyway, Red Sox forty three and twenty nine, Tampa Bay forty three and thirty. They're playing uh, three games at Tampa Bay Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. The Yankees are thirty eight and thirty three. They've been coming on a little bit uh, Toronto 35 35 Toronto lost like five in a row here they uh, you know after the, the Red Sox series they they went out and then they lost uh, Yankees swept them and uh, then I, they might have won on Sunday I think they did but they, they lost I think two out of three to Baltimore too Baltimore though at 23 and 49 in the central the White Sox are 43 and 29 and we're always talking about uh, uh, how good Bob Melvin is as a manager. Cleveland is forty and thirty. They're two well, games. Terry Francona is no slouch. He no. is not, and Terry Francona has them in the second place, two games out, and in the postseason hunt big time. And the thing is that this is the team that we said the other day, a couple weeks ago, they have the lowest payroll in baseball. Yep. Yes, they did and, and here they are, two games out. So good for Cleveland. Kansas City thirty-two and thirty-eight. Minnesota thirty-one and forty-one. And Detroit thirty and forty-two. So those three look like they're just going to play off the string in the west. Houston, forty-four and twenty-eight. Oakland, forty-four and thirty. So uh, two games on uh, the all-important lot home there, Perry. I mean, Robert. Uh,
5: yeah, I know. Uh, the A's have been slumping here recently, and we lost two out of three to the Yankees. And
3: yep. our starting pitcher last night did not do well in Texas. So mm-hmm. you know, okay. So we got Seattle hanging in there. They're over five hundred, thirty-eight and thirty-six. The, uh, the angels are 36 and 36 still happening Bill and the Ricks Angels, and Texas 26 and 46 so if you look at the American League this is a, and we're not getting get into the wild card race, but you look okay Red sox 43 29 Tampa Bay 43 thirty then you look at the white sox they're at 43 29 and Cleveland 40 and 30 and then Houston, 44 28 oakland 44 thirty I mean they're, that that they're all close that's six teams you know really 10 or more games over 500 so that's pretty good it's going to be a big battle in the east East in the National League, the Mets are thirty-seven and thirty. Philadelphia thirty-four and thirty-five. So the Mets with a four-game lead. Atlanta thirty-four and thirty-seven. Washington thirty-three and thirty-six. Miami thirty-one and forty. In the Central, we have the Cubs at forty and thirty-three. Milwaukee at forty and
8: thirty-three.
3: I don't know what Jamal's doing. He's doing it on the air. St. Louis. I think that's Jamal. St. Louis 36-36. Cincinnati, 35-36, and they just won today, so they're back to five hundred. But they were five games over five hundred. They just broke a or four games over whatever they were. They uh, just broke a five-game losing streak. Um, Pittsburgh, twenty-five and forty-five, and in the West, San Francisco Giants best record in baseball, unbelievable, here. forty-six and twenty-six. Dodgers, forty-four and twenty-eight. San Diego 43 and 32, Colorado 30 and 43 and Arizona 21 and 53 and we just talked about them before they were 15 and 13 and they've uh, gone 6 and 40 in their last 46 games. Unbelievable. So looking at the postseason, you know, sort of layout, the Mets would be in there 37 and 30. Then you look at the Cubs at 40 and 33 and Milwaukee 40 and 33, one of them would get in at this point and so forth. And then in the West, of course, the Giants and Dodgers would get in and then San Diego's right there at 43 and too they've kind of moved back ahead so it could be that the national league east and national league central winners have to win their divisions in order to get in but we'll we'll you know it's way early for that yeah but Amanda i mean had
4: another three or four injuries baseball. yesterday who with that the Mets Rick. had three or four more injuries in that doubleheader yesterday, and a lot to their pitching. You know, yeah. if w- you yeah. one pitch is out for the season, would probably ta- Tommy. Uh, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Johnson. John, that, uh, uh, that would be yeah.
0: Joey Lucchese. Yeah. yeah. And okay.
3: they've got yeah. also. Did, didn't uh, Familia get hurt too? Yeah, him. Yeah. 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 And they're, they're just catching up now. I mean, they had
4: a doubleheader. Sad day. Had one yesterday, and they got another one this Friday. So yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: So the, today we had the one final, and in Minnesota, the Red beat the Twins ten to seven. They blew a seven to two lead, but. Uh, Got three in the ninth to win the game, uh, so it's a wild one. And tonight's uh, schedule is at uh, let's see, seven o five. We have Kansas City at the Yankees, uh, Houston at Baltimore, White Sox are at Pittsburgh, Washington at Philadelphia, seven ten. We have Toronto at Miami, the Red Sox are at Tampa Bay, St Louis at Detroit, Atlanta at the Mets, eight o five. Cleveland at the Cubs, Oakland at Texas, nine thirty eight. San Francisco at the Angels. 940 Milwaukee at Arizona 1010 is Colorado at Seattle and the Dodgers are at San Diego so that's your schedule for tonight and let's see we have a bunch of
0: baseball notes here uh, and
5: uh, for those that are interested the A's Texas game will be free on YouTube this evening Okay. Not, it's and not and Chris
0: I'll, I know you didn't have this in your notes right. the ever injured Byron Boxton for the Twins is back on the injured list this time with a left hand fracture Okay and um the Nationals activated Max
3: Scherzer today Okay. Had he been, I didn't know he was out. So yeah, he was that out. can get, that can get the uh, trading rumors going on him. Although the nationals are somewhat in it, so they may wait a while, but uh, they, you know, people are talking, that's the big possible moving pit of piece that somebody could pick up uh, going down the stretch. And we have these other teams that are really contending. So uh, Bob Melvin is, is extended finally by the, the A's Robert.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, they only extended, they only picked up his option. He needs a long-term contract extension. Um, but they did pick up his option for next year, so he's guaranteed to be with the A's through next year, but we're going to have the same issue next year, uh, uh, I, I wish we had a new owner for this team because uh, we lose good players, and we might end we might end up losing a good manager if uh, something isn't done with this ownership. Um, you know, I, I'm sick of seeing good players and good people leave this organization.
3: Well, he and Francona are probably the senior managers. Melvin's been there since 2011, and Francona got Cleveland in 2013 because he took. his yeah. Let go here. He took 2012 off, so yeah. you know, he did the broadcast. So yeah, uh, they're, they're the two top. As as they should be, they you know yeah. they're doing a great job. Yep. Uh, okay, so we had a uh, first. We had a game on Peacock, Philadelphia and San Francisco this weekend. The whole series, whole whole, the the whole series, series with and it was a mixed uh, crew with uh, John Miller, Mike Kruko from the Giants, and they had uh, Jimmy Rollins and uh, John Cruck from the uh, from the uh, Phillies. And do we know if the Phillies had a, a broadcast uh, of that game? Was they, they, did available? they
0: did not. They no. did not.
3: So they, they did picked not. up that one. So Tom McCarthy got the week, out, week off. He did. And, did, and did they ran Crockin- Saturday's game on MLB Network, though.
6: So people, but people in the Bay Area and Philly, when there's a game on MLB Network, if it's
3: your game, you don't get that. You right. get blacked out. So they had to go to Peacock. Now, did, they, uh, did uh, Croc and Rollins travel? Uh,
5: you know? As far as I know, yes, they did. You know. Okay.
3: All right. So, uh, Jacob deGrom apparently bounced back very well last night. That's one piece of good news for the, for the Mets. There was that shoulder injury, but he apparently is uh, not going to do anything about it there. Yeah.
5: He pitched pitch five, up. no hit innings before he gave up any hits.
3: So, okay. There was a note in the globe on Friday, and we're going to be talking about vaccinations, both in, in terms of baseball and the NFL. And there's different, uh, treatment for the people vaccinated or not vaccinated in baseball starting, I guess, immediately. Those not vaccinated will still have to wear masks and dugout. Uh, uh, they'll and 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 then unless they're eating or drinking, they'll need to wear masks. Won't be able uh, to get uh, to park as early as the vaccinated folks. Vaccinated uh, people can go to a restaurant and uh, when they travel on the road, unsupervised and monitoring will be uh, stopped. I'm not sure if that's stopped for everybody or just I mean uh, maybe for the unvaccinated. Uh, there'll be more texting testing it for unvaccinated. Uh, and let's see, Arizona, uh, okay, so that's uh, the story on that. So they're not going by the teams anymore, apparently, at least. I don't know exactly when it starts. Maybe it already has. But they they are not going by the teams uh, getting to the 85, because it was probably getting to the point where you get to – 75 you're not going to get to 85 and the people start getting resentful of the people who aren't so you just need to let the people who are vaccinated do what they should be able to do you know Mm -hmm. we have two long road losing streaks in progress because the teams have been home that's why they haven't lost any more on the road (laughs) we have Arizona has lost 23 in a row and that's a major league record and Baltimore has lost 19 in a row so when they get back out on the road we'll, we'll see what happens to those guys Shohei uh, Otani Antani will be in the home run derby he's of course the first Japanese player to be in the derby as of the uh, writing of this note he had 21 homers uh, that was on the he got 23 20th. now Chris. yeah he's at tw- uh, that was then and uh, so and of course this is a risk for the Angels I mean they're not probably going to the postseason but you know the, the thing is with them they maybe they want the publicity I don't know what they want but it's screwed up people that, for their swings it certainly happened Gonzalez here was having a great year, and then he was in the, you know, um, in the uh, in the tournament and messed himself up at it's Sonny. It's oh, it, like it,
5: it's messed up every single person that's won the Derby. When they come mm-hmm. back to their teams, they've they've, they've looked horrible. After yeah. It.
3: So and you know, so they're doing this, but I mean, it could mess up his pitching too for I mean, He's important to that team. You know, yeah. that's why they're as good and as now, they And remember, Mike Trout is still out. So you know. Yeah. Okay, so San Diego beat Cincinnati four games in a row, and that's uh, that's the first four game ever against Cincinnati, four game uh, sweep the, of the Padres by uh, of the Reds by the Padres, and the first in uh, ten years against anybody for the Padres. Uh, you know, and and the Yankees won their game on Sunday. Uh, by, they were ahead by one on a triple play, and uh, let's see, a 5 a really triple year. play. Twenty seventh yeah. game to end on a triple play uh, was I guess a one game win. Is that what you? Oh uh, no, win? well. Uh, or
5: 27th tw- overall. Tw- 27th overall that has ended ended in the ninth inning on an, on a triple play and uh, you uh, uh, the way they explode the way thank you I want to thank Dave Fleming and crew for uh, getting all this because here they cover the Giants and they, they covered this triple play extensively. Um, they uh, the the way he the way he explained it was 27 games have ended on in a triple play in the ninth inning with a team with a chance to win but this. It was the first game since 1967 where it was only a one-run deficit, yeah. and yeah, you know the uh, you know what can I say? The Yankees have turned three, double, uh, three triple play already this year, and that ties the major league record for the most in one season. So,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. But didn't they? Um, it, it, if I heard it right, uh, I don't know who was. I assume it was Chapman pitching for the Yankees. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Okay. It was. didn't he come in and, and walk the first two batters on four yes, pitches he, each? Yeah, yeah. And then and then was one and zero. So he come in and throw nine nine balls, and then the, the batter is and hit into a triple play. Exactly. I mean, don't, don't you take a strike in that situation? Yeah, yes, you do. Yes you do. <laughs> I, I, I know, uh, I'm doing my old man uh, No, no. no uh, uh, that, uh, you, know, you know, and that's the,
0: thing, right. that's the thing with Chapman. He can be very wild. Yeah,
3: right? yeah, yeah. You know, he is not Rivera. You know, he's good, but he's not Rivera. That's right. Your, yeah. No.
0: yeah,
5: he never will be. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Bob, ne- Bob Melvin never – comes out and punishes a player in the media but I'm sure behind closed doors he had a little word with his catcher cuz it was, yeah. it, was, it was Sean Murphy that that grounded that hit the ball to uh, go into the 5-4-3 triple play you know and I, I he he never comes out and and uh, beats up people in the press but uh, privately from what I understand that's where that's where he takes care of business
3: okay. so
0: right. so we, we got any more MLB stuff We don't uh, but we have two hands so let's get okay. to them now uh, uh, Jerry, if you want to unmute yourself. And then, Jamal, you're after Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Jerry.
1: Hello, Jerry. Oh, hey. Jerry. Oh, there uh, he is. I have, a, well, I have a Um, Those of you who have the Xfinity, the XRA11 box from Comcast, you can watch that Texas-Oakland game on TV, mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube tonight, just by saying um, Major League Baseball, ML. Yeah, Major League Baseball, YouTube. And it'll take you right there. You'll hit your okay button and be able to get it. Uh, I have a question. What's the record for the highest scoring shutout in the
3: NHL? Um, well, we have one. We know that there were two. All right, the the Bruins, Bruins ten to nothing. What? Bruins right. won eleven to nothing was against the Montreal in nineteen sixty four. Oh, and man. that was in regular season. And Montreal beat Toronto eleven to nothing in nineteen forty four. I think uh, we have it later uh, in the NHL. And so yeah. that's in the playoffs. That's the highest uh, shutout eleven. Right, nine. right. We know that. So uh, that's uh, you know now, they may have been higher ones, but whatever. I think the Bruins lost one to Buffalo one time, something like that, to ten yeah. to nothing or something. But anyway, Jamal, so if
0: you want to go ahead and unmute.
8: Hello, Jamal. Hey. Hello, how well, y'all he is, Jamal. Hey, hey, Jamal. We're good. Okay, and this time I'm not at home, as you can tell. <laughs> I, still, I don't know how I got muted on the train, but nevertheless, I don't know.
3: You know, yeah. I, I thought up. I thought it was Perry's, uh, you know, uh, thunderstorm voice of yeah. God warning. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell what it was. <laughs> anyway, go but ahead.
8: With, but with all that being said about uh, Major League Baseball, first of all, White Sox got swept in Houston. That's why Houston has. The best record in the American League right now. Well, Houston's kicked.
3: They beat the Red Sox five out of seven too. So that's also well. Right
5: reason. now, right now, Houston is in their easiest part. Easiest part of the schedule. They have three with Baltimore, four with Detroit, and three more
3: with Baltimore. Yeah, but they so, just went through and swept the White Sox and beat the Red Sox five out of seven, and that wasn't easy. So, I know. Uh, we're so. saying they deserve it. I mean, they're in a you know good spot, right. and they've done right. what they needed to do to get so there.
8: Gonna, so the Astros are going to pad their numbers probably. And as for the triple plays, I remember that triple play Yankees turning the White Sox back in May. I was listening to that game. I think when we were in the conference that night, I was. Just, and then the White Sox lost the game in the ninth inning. was like, really? But hats off. Jamal, Jamal, you
0: think the? Do you think the Astros are banging on the can too? <laughs> no. Who knows?
3: But you, but you know, a team and we know you know, Jamal, we know this from what happened with the Patriots when they won at the fourteen fifteen season. You know, they were on a mission to prove that they could win it without Deflate Gate or any of that stuff. Deflate gate was the minorest thing in the world anyway. You know, the yeah. banging yeah. on the can was going on all through the games and it was a whole other thing. But I mean as, the Patriots, you know, were on a mission and the Astros are on a mission. I mean, that that's for sure. Yeah, you know? well as far well,
5: as the as far as the Yankee triple plays, Jamal, here's how it breaks down. They had the one with White Sox in May, and then uh, uh, this last week they played in Buffalo and had one against Toronto, and then on Sunday they had one against the A. You
8: know, you know, so those are the three Triple A's that had uh, White Sox, Buffalo, White Sox, uh, Toronto, and oh, the A. The Yeah, yep. and, and, I, and I'm also going to talk about college athletics. I'm happy that the Supreme Court ruled. We're against the Mm NC2A now. Maybe now will this open the door for the for teams to get paid for players to get paid down the line? Who knows? We'll see what happens. But I think that day might be coming sooner than we think. And and certainly the likeness stuff is uh, coming out of pipe. Illinois is one of the states that passed the likeness bill when it came to uh, college athletes. And I'm happy to hear that the that college football is going to go to a 12 game playoff in 23. The only problem with that is number 13 is going to be whining. You know, it's always whining when they expand yeah. the number playoffs. number
3: 69 whines in the NCAA. Yeah,
6: yeah. 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 When,
8: yeah. Does Illinois, Illinois. when does Illinois When does take effect? Is it in July or September or? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure when Illinois takes effect. It might be July. It might be September. I'm not. I'm uh, not uh, sure. When seven it's, in July. And then
6: there's like 10 or 11 in September. And then California it doesn't go into effect until 2023.
8: So, but but I do think that it's good to see nc 2A finally get slapped around a bit after the years oh, yeah. of them being bullies and thugs and unmitigable names on the legend. <laughs> so, anytime DNC 2A gets slapped around, even by a Supreme Court, which had, which some people on paper think is the most conservative in history, it's 9 to nothing, is. Uh, Very, very good thing in my opinion. Okay. Keep slapping them around. Okay. All right. right. So anybody also now we have a David
0: USF. David, if you want to go ahead, we can hear you. Okay,
1: can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Okay, um, the, uh, this year's British Open will be at
5: Royal St. George. Okay. Um, yeah, um, St. Andrews will be next year. Okay. Okay. Well, as long as it's, Rain. rainy,
3: as long as it's rainy and windy, that's the important thing. That's <laughs> what we want.
6: That's right. you move St. Andrews to next year. And then yeah, I thought that's right. up. That. I remember the story last
3: year. I forgot about that. Now. Yeah, okay. Okay, thanks. Yeah, All right, no right. Problem. He's you. our fact guy. That's where a lot of what we get is from him. So there you yeah,
5: go, Dave. Dave uh, without the show, this uh, Dave, uh, without David, this show would be in trouble.
3: <laughs> yes, David do just fine without this show. Yeah. he's been around for <laughs> fifty years without be, this show, at least. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, anyway, know. fifty years. Anyway, yeah. so um, we have NBA, and we'll just run right now. I'm just going to run through the results. We'll talk about these games, but then I got a lot of history here. There's some cool stuff here uh, that I that I've gotten uh, both from David, things I figured out. So we had in the uh, we had Atlanta beat Philadelphia four games to three. And the last game, that was only like the fifth, I think, home seventh game that the 76ers had. And they have not done well. I know the Celtics beat them in the first one they ever had there. And, you know, they've lost a couple other, you know, they won a couple, lost a couple. It's also, I think, Doc Rivers' uh, like fourth, seventh game in a row that he's lost. Yeah. i heard that. And so they beat him. And what is the matter with Ben Simmons? Wow. I have no, I, this guy. Now we had a little bit of a, a problem with Gordon Haywood doing this stuff up to. He would sometimes be right under there, and he'd want to pass it to somebody and not take a shot or whatever. But Gordon Simmons, I mean Ben Simmons, was right there near the end of the game. He didn't dunk it. He he passed it to somebody who got fouled, and they only hit one shot. I mean they lost by seven points or whatever. But yeah. you know the idea was, and I think he took him out after that. I think Doc took him out because I don't think he had. Plus he was only shooting forty three percent from the foul line. Alone, so uh, oh well, less than that, or something, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I I that heard, that. I he was, for the series he
4: was twenty five for seventy three, which is like thirty. Four percent. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah. And and he only took four. And when I heard, he only took a total of four shots from the floor in the fourth quarter in the whole series. Only four. Yeah. Wow. The the problem with
5: this guy is now obviously he he uh, got to where he is because people think he's a great basketball player, but you have to do all facets of the game, and I I don't know I don't know if he's ever going to be a quality NBA player that people can depend on because. Uh, he's a 6'10 point guard, number one. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you would think most at that size, you would think he'd be able to take advantage of most people. But it's almost like he doesn't care about whether he scores well, or not.
3: I, you know? I remember, I think he went to LSU, and I don't know, if, he, if Pierre wants to call in, because I know he's not uh, really an NBA person, so he might have flicked, out, flicked it off or something. But I know that if he can call, there were stories Pierre told us about Ben Simmons that he was really not a hustling player or something. I can remember no. us talking about yeah, a
6: lot of stories. you are right on that. And, and and they said yeah, he was only like six three or six four and then he grew but he's still, it's like you're 6'10 now.
3: You grew, you got in. you know. You well, you know, gotta have I mean, some, you know what, you've got to take shots. You can't, you know, yep. I don't care who you are. When the ball comes to you, I mean, we had this with the with a couple of guys, with the ball this year even. Ball comes to you, you take the shot, you know, that that's your shot. And Kemba gave up a few this year too. So, uh, but you, know, you, you would, you would think,
5: Chris, you would think Chris, at his size, at his position, he could almost dominate, uh, you know, uh, no. any, you know, because. He
4: doesn't uh, have, like, he doesn't you know, have the guts. There's no. something Wrong. Well, something uh, wrong. Something you know, the you know, wrong. There was and, an interesting discussion on today when they were comparing him to Smart with the um, Celtics. And they were saying, Wait, which is worse? Do you want a player that's a terrible shooter and won't shoot or a
3: player that's a terrible shooter and does shoot? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think in all in all, you want the guy who's going to shoot because you, at least you got a chance. And somebody can get a rebound. Something mm-hmm. can happen. He you, he screwed up that whole play. You know, yeah. you, you can't. And, you know, Smart would have done something with the ball. He would shot. Maybe he would have missed it. But somebody else maybe got the rebound. About, you know, you know
4: he may be able to fit
3: into a team that needs
4: a, just a, a a passer for a point guard and a good defense because he, he's a good defensive player. Yeah, but there's yeah. no way he can fit in with his his contract. No. Uh, but
5: uh, but so, how the, If I Philadelphia mean, wanted to get rid of him, how in the world are they,
3: they going to do it? No, you know? no, no, they they missed the their side. Kemba Walker opportunity. No, the money probably did not line up with Kemba Walker anyway. On the, anyway, other, side, at all. On the no. other side, on
6: the other side of that series, though, Atlanta
3: won their very first road game seven. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Well, that's just part of the history we're going to get to with these games. This is a unique oh. Final Four we got in the NBA this year. Yeah. Then, and then on Saturday night, in overtime, Milwaukee beat Brooklyn four games to three, the first seventh game on the road they've ever won. They had lost seven in a row. They had won a fifth game, a fifth and deciding game in Atlanta in 89. So this isn't the Bucks, and and, and I don't know if you guys, have, if, whether anybody saw on ESPN, they probably had statistics about this. Bucks and, uh, and uh, Atlanta, and, uh, Atlanta Atlanta have played, but this isn't their first rodeo, they have played a lot of no. series over the years. They were always playing to see who was going to meet the Celtics in the next round. Remember, Rick, or something like that? You know, or who was going to meet Chicago, even Chicago? Chicago later, later on. Chicago or Detroit. Uh, they, they, yeah, yeah, they, they have, uh, you know, of course, then everybody started to have to play in the first round about 85. But I know Bucks and, and they've got to have a long record of series because they're just always the mid-level yeah, teams like, that like, got like, in the playoff to play each other, four and five, or wherever they were. You yeah. All the way up until the 80s, like they were, they were, they were going to get the shot
6: of who was going to lose to Boston-Chicago. Tyler, Detroit.
3: And that's yep. right. <laughs> so there you go. So that's the East, how that went. And then, uh, so the first game for that, for the East, Atlanta and Milwaukee, is 8.30 tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Yep. In the And in that the West, is Marv, Albert's, that is Marv right. Albert's last
4: series. Yep, series. yep. there yep. you go. Yeah, well, he called that last shot by Durant in regulation on the seventh game, he called that a three-pointer. Oh, okay. I was
6: you
4: know, not. No, but, you know he had to. He had to backtrack on it. But I, I thought, you know, I was wondering if they called it that because then I've heard radio broadcasts afterwards, and the other and the radio guys didn't call it a three pointer. They no. knew. No, and you heard about Durant shoe, right? No, he was no. well. he his he toe, barely touched that two-point line. He takes a size 17 shoe, but when he's always said when he plays basketball, he finds it more comfortable to wear an 18. If he'd worn a 17, that might have been a three-pointer.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So in the West, we already had Phoenix on to the uh, Final Four because they had swept Denver, and when they had the Clippers come from 25 points behind in Game uh, Six to beat Utah uh, four games to two, and so it, it, like that's amazing. And this is what. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard too. Right. So, so we got uh, okay. So Phoenix and the Clippers have already played one. Phoenix won it. And then tonight we have the Clippers at Phoenix at nine p.m. Eastern, and that would be what on ESPN, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the
6: draft lottery,
3: draft uh, lottery, yeah. right
4: before so. eight yeah. thirty.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. Soon and as Paul you get and Leonard here, are both out for
4: tonight.
5: Yeah. And uh, Chris Paul still in, um yeah. you know, yeah. protocol for okay. the
3: virus. Okay. So out tonight. Okay. So we had okay. So here we go. And some of this I already talked about just because it came up in the discussion. We'll Milwaukee lost at seven. Seven in a row uh, on the seventh game and the first, you know, had, had won uh, fifth and, yeah, we did that. Okay. Milwaukee, uh, and M- Milwaukee and Atlanta have neither neither have gone to the NBA Finals from the East. Now, this is the story, and I thought figured this out. Milwaukee started in the East in 68-69. By the way, they started the same year as Phoenix. and That's another thing I had written down that the whole thing as Rick remembers was in 68-69 who was going to get Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because yeah. uh, they were going to be the two worst teams and uh, I guess uh, Phoenix took me a walk because uh, he didn't do anything. We were there about three years, <laughs> but I mean they they end up with Alcindor, and of course they won a championship two years later. But um, so they were both in the East. But when Buffalo, Cleveland, and Portland came in in the 70-71 season, they moved Milwaukee to the West. So they were in the East. Because I remember in the second year of Milwaukee's so being there, they played the Knicks on the way to the Knicks championship and, and beat Jab- you know Al- Uh So they were in the East a couple of years, then they went to the West. So when it, the Hawks have ever been in the finals, it was they've been in in 57, 58, 60, and 61. They won the one in 58 when Bill Russell got hurt, lost to the Celtics 57, 60, and 61. So they were from the West. When Milwaukee has been in the finals, they've been from the West. They were they are in 71 and 74, 71 against the uh, Bullets, and 74 that they swept, and 74 when they lost to the Celtics in 7. So there you go. So that, that's kind of crazy. You've got teams that never represented their conference. Uh, I think the last Milwaukee Eastern final was 86. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. And the Atlanta's last finals was 15, and that was it. I remember that they came in, and the Celtics had given. Um, it was two, two rounds earlier, but the Celtics had given Cleveland a, a big battle with a lot of tough games. You know, came down on the wire, lost all four of them. Atlanta just mailed it in. They got killed. They were totally <laughs> killed by LeBron in that series. It, you know, it was ridiculous. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. So the Clippers and Phoenix—the uh, first final after 51 years for the Clippers. They came into the league at the Buffalo Braves, and uh, as we just talked about, seventy seventy-one were in Buffalo till the seventy through the seventy-seven seventy-eight season. Then in the summer of seventy-eight, they traded franchises. Irv Levin got the Braves and took. He had been the owner of the Celtics. John Y. Brown came to the Celtics. They took the Clippers, moved them to San Diego, and then we're not sure exactly when uh, the Clippers started playing LA, but eighty-three or eighty-four, something like that. It was that.
5: eighty-four, I think.
3: Yeah, and then yeah, uh, it was 84. Yeah,
6: season. I looked it up after, yeah,
3: after Okay. And then was Phoenix it. has been in the NBA final in 76 and 93. And uh, this is just one of those weird date things that I do. It, if you have a, a thing, you know, 76 and 93, 76 was a leap year, 93 wasn't. But from March 1st on, the dates are the same in 76, 93 and 2021. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So I always had to be in the finals when when it was one of those kind of years. Uh, let's see. And Phoenix-Milwaukee started the same year. So that's kind of cool. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, and I already talked about all that, so uh, yeah. There, there you go. So that's a lot of history for these Final Four yeah. teams. Yeah, and
5: we have, have, a have a lot uh, of coaching of news, Chris.
3: We do. All right, let's see if we can get. Uh, let's talk about the un, the lack of help of the superstars before we get to the coaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Joel Embiid was basically hobbling around. He was weird. Now I couldn't figure it out. Sometimes he was really good, and sometimes he, he couldn't do anything out there. He, in The last two or three games, he was able to play, but he he you'd hear that he got thirty points, but then uh, what? Is, when did he last touch the ball? It just seemed like he wasn't yeah. doing anything. Then of course we had Irving already out for. The the series, and then James Harden was just barely playing. He was like their cheerleader <laughs> on the court. He was, wasn't doing anything, and then Chris Paul is still in COVID, uh, you know, uh, protocol for Phoenix, so he's going to miss that game. And Ka- Kawhi Leonard is still out. And then, uh, so I mean, the superstars. This is the reason he had upset. If everybody played, you'd probably have Philadelphia and the Nets and Utah and whatever, and you know maybe well Utah. I guess they had some injuries, but not as bad. But you know this is, but it's amazing without Kawhi Leonard that they're doing what they're doing. And you wonder how much of this is because of the lack of a real off season last year. Well, there's part yeah, of that, and yeah. and you don't have the regular. You know, LeBron's out. You know, and and uh, just just the whole thing throws it into a into a hat after that. So I think so. We got some of the news that Robert was talking about. Uh, okay, let's see. Paul, uh, Paul apparently has been vaccinated since February. So I don't know if he's asymptomatic or what, but, uh, you know. Yeah, that's what they say, Chris. he's
6: asymptomatic. Yeah. Yeah, they're
3: saying he's, yeah. Now, one more, Coach. I don't know. This is late firing, maybe because the offseason just threw everybody off. But in Van Gundy out with New Orleans, and then uh, Scott Brooks out in Washington. They could not agree on their, their contract. And remember, we've been talking about that might happen. So the uh, openings I think we have are the Celtics, New Orleans, Orlando, Washington, Dallas, Indiana, and uh, Portland. and Portland, Portland. Portland. And, uh, Yeah, Dallas came out. Yeah, and the Dallas yeah, came banana. out too. Rick yeah. Carlisle and uh, Donnie Nelson both out in Dallas. And right. talk about this weird guy, uh, uh, Sean, this Bob Bovarich or whoever he is. Yeah, okay. Here's how this all went down. Apparently...
6: There's this Bob Boverich, or Bob Garrett, I recently, he he was like a gambling expert. He was on all kinds of podcasts, and he was, he knew a lot about analytics and the NBA. Bill Simmons used to have him on HBO, had him on some of their shows, and he caught the attention of Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban brought him in because he was usually right. He knew what he was talking about. And then, of course, he was in the office trying to tell Donnie Nelson, well, you need to do this, and always getting in Carlisle and causing trouble with Rick Carlisle and... Uh, this is all according to the athletic and the bleacher report. So this came out because you know, he has Cuban's right hand, you know, and everything when the, at first that when Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle both left, it was all, it goes down, down to something that happened back in February because Luca missed a free throw and he was beating himself up. And he was yelling at Luca going, why well, are you worried about that one? little?" you know, and so there's been issues with him and Luca Donkage. Now, Mark Cuban came out and said, oh, that's BS. But apparently, the Athletic put out something just after that and said, no, this is all going on. This guy, whatever he says, Cuban listens to, he goes, Donnie Nelson has been, you know, the son of Don Nelson, of course, uh, been there since the 90s. Rick Carlisle, uh, got him a championship, uh, you know, very good coach. Uh, He's been there, very loyal Cuban guys. Luca is their star. And none of the three of them are happy because of this guy. It's like, it's almost very similar to the Jack Easterby, Cal yeah. McNair thing, except he's not preaching. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. It's kind of the same thing, but it's a very bizarre story. And you've already got your superstar upset, your head coach, your GM—they're out there. And Carlisle, you know, if Carlisle wants it, I've already speculated. I wonder. And I've heard this. If Carlisle wouldn't end up. Saying you know what, I'm going to go back to the Celtics here because.
3: Be all right with me.
6: Yeah, well, and you know, because they would. A lot of the thing they said with Brad Stevens was he was not a former player, and a lot of the young players. If you're not a former player, a lot of times they don't listen to you. They don't have that respect for you. Where Stevens, I mean, doing already up in the office, so maybe they could. Well, the thing,
3: Carlisle Carlisle, there. The, the thing about yeah. Carlisle, the thing about Carlisle, A he's white, B yeah, he was drafted yeah. in 1984, and yeah. we they had to tell I forget which ignorant Celtic didn't know Tommy Heinsohn was a former player. They thought he was just, was just <laughs> some old guy broadcast. you know. So these guys don't know who anybody is. And yes, Carlisle and Ainge were close. You know, Ainge, Carlisle and Bird were close. No, he was he was all the you know he was they, they were all close. You know, the esprit de corps. And it wasn't a racial team. You know, the the white guys liked the black guys, too. But but Carlisle, Ainge, you know, they all hung around and and Byrd. So no, that that's totally uh, possible, but I don't really know if, if it was Ainge, I think it would be a done deal. I think he'd just do it. Um, I think yeah. so. You've, you've got things, guys like Sam Cassell and stuff out there now, and more of these guys are going to come loose now that we've had more teams eliminated. So we'll see when these uh, you know these things. Yeah, are I'm hearing the name from for the Celtics
4: now, an, an assistant coach from the Nets. and his name is In Duque or something like that. Okay, I'm hearing him. Yeah, and and you I'm going to ask you guys uh, in the NBA, do you have to wait till the season's over to sign a new coach?
5: Uh, no? Yeah, yeah, you well. Yeah, you.
6: No. We have to wait till they're eliminated, till
4: our teams eliminated, like the NFL. Yeah. I think. Oh, no. So, so you know, coaches could be signed now from teams that aren't still playing. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. So, so now, but all, the, all
3: these openings, nobody's been signed. Yeah. Well, the openings came late too. That's the other. Thing. Yeah. Nobody. The other thing is we didn't have Black Monday like you do in the NFL either. Nobody hired uh, anybody the first day.
5: And Sean, I'm still hearing that Becky Hammond's number one on Portland's list. Any update in San Antonio? No, not anything. I'm there, you know, cause Popovich just isn't saying anything. He's yeah. not saying
6: anything. He's, wor- he's working on the Olympics. He's- because she's already had two interviews yeah. with the Blazers. Well,
3: that's the thing. I heard it was between her and Billups. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. he's resigning, Sean, because, you know, why wouldn't he just resign to go work on the Olympics and let San- let the first kicker or do what they're going to do?
6: Yeah, he may not be resigning this year. He may mm-hmm. think that, you know, he may be evaluating, I don't know. May-
3: because what's the point? He's screwing them up if he's, if he's not yeah. going to stay. You know, why would yeah. he leave them, leave you know, in the lurch like that? So anyway.
5: And, and uh, she's being interviewed now by several teams, and uh, Portland yeah. being the first yeah. one. And she's already had two interviews with them. Right.
3: Okay, so uh, have we? Is that it for the NBA? Do we got any more NBA stuff?
5: I, I, uh, think, uh, I think, we're done. I think okay. we're done except uh, the draft lottery is tonight, so we'll right. find it's out who's got thirty. Yeah. yeah,
4: that's right. Houston and, had uh, the first record, but uh, I guess they have the same chances as Detroit and yeah, the top three get the same. Yeah, the same. And, and of them, if
5: though, Minnesota, yeah. if Minnesota falls out of the top three, their pick goes to the Warriors.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, All right. Warriors always have picks. They're the new Celtics. Uh-huh. Okay. NFL vaccines again. Uh, okay. So they 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 came out with the uh, regulations, and apparently, um, oh, what's his name from Buffalo, the receiver, Cole is not Beasley. Happy. Cole, Cole Beasley, Beasley is not happy yep. about this. No, he's not. <laughs> and uh, you know, again, more testing, less freedom for the ones who aren't vaccinated. Will have to isolate for five days if exposed. Uh, if they're not vaccinated, test each day. Vax every, uh, you know, the vaccine people every two weeks. They would still be tested. Uh, vaccinated unnecessary mask, and then interact with the uh, vaccinated family and friends when they travel. And then, uh, and then of course the ma- the vac- unvaccinated have to uh, stay in the team hotel. They have to wear the mask all the time, like they did last year. And this would meet with team personnel when they travel. And unvaccinated can go to clubs and bars and house parties and concerts and the NFL can fine game check and up and up to fifty thousand after that and uh, for violations of any of these protocols. So they are giving every incentive. You know, it's like okay, it's not a state like you know giving away money like a lottery, but they're making it as attractive as they can to get these guys vaccinated. So yeah. you know, will see if it works. I don't know. So far, but, it has not worked, Chris. No, I guess it, so. What did Cole Beasley exactly say? He said he couldn't
4: believe that the Players Association went along with this, that they weren't sticking up for their members.
0: And he, and he also said that he would retire before he would yeah. submit to those rules. Okay, well.
5: Oh, well, uh, in, uh, enjoy finding a real job, Cole. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah really. <laughs>
3: yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we had a couple more NFL things just at the last minute. We had our first declared gay uh, player comes to the fore. Yeah, player. Active, active player. Active, active, player. Yeah. active player. That's right. Because yeah. they had drafted um, Sam. Uh, what was his name? I have it. Michael Sam. Michael, Michael Sam. Sam. But yeah. he didn't make the. Uh, he didn't make no. the team. No, he didn't. But uh, this guy is. I've got to find his name. I can't. Oh, call massive. Call... Massive. Call... massive. Yeah, and he's playing for the Raiders. And yeah. uh, and I guess he's a very good defensive lineman. He's uh, he started off with the Browns and played with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he went to Penn State. You figure, and this uh, just to be real. Uh, this has got to be true we're all around the country. They estimate uh, all around the country that there are ten percent of the people, whether they're in or out of the closet, are gay. Right. So, I mean, there've been gay NFL players probably since Red Grange. Oh, yeah. Just nobody knew about. Yeah. it. you know. Yeah. So this is the first guy that's coming out, and and uh, so far he's gotten a positive reception. Yeah. One of the things, though, that you hear, of course, is that yeah, you know, they'll call, they'll use uh, gay epithets. You know, all among the hey, we're all cool, right? You know, and they'll call a guy this or that, you know, uh, queer or whatever they do. And I don't know whether this will stop in this locker. Room. Room or how they're going to do that, or whether it'll change the whole sensitivity around the, the team. But uh, you know, uh, well, uh, so,
5: so far the Raiders uh, seem to be pretty supportive. Management, so, yeah. management yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. and apparently,
6: apparently, several already knew. He just one reason he came out publicly is he's done, he's doing fundraising for a charity of LGBT teenagers who have dealt with you know suicide because. What they go through, and so he's he's supporting this charity. which yeah, he's I donating
5: a hundred thousand dollars to start it yeah, off with, and
6: until yesterday, I had never heard of this charity. But so but already, he's got publicity for for it. So I mean, mm-hmm.
5: so, hey, yeah, and in his in Instagram video, because they played it on the Raiders podcast that I listened to Monday through Friday, and he said, "Look, I'm not doing this for publicity. Um, I'm trying to help raise money for this charity because there's been teenagers killing themselves, and we're we trying to do everything we uh, to prevent that. Mm-hmm. And he said that was the only reason why I'm I'm uh, making this public. So yeah,
3: yeah. And the other story in the NFL that I know about is Eli Manning's coming back yes. to the Giants. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be the Giants' business uh, operations and yeah. uh, fan engagement person.
5: And he, they're yeah. also going to so put him in the this. Giants' Ring of Honor. Yeah,
3: retire his number. Yep. So um,
5: and that, that'll be in Week Three. Yep. Yeah, I didn't see
3: Atlanta Falcons. Yep, and he played for 16 years for the Giants, 236 games, and the Pro Bowl. I think four, four Pro Bowls. So, uh, you know, that's two I'm Super Bowl sure that, MVPs. Yeah. Yep, I, I, yep. I think having heard him interviewed with uh, Mike Francesa for years, I think he'd uh, and nothing against uh, Carl Nelson, uh, uh, Carl uh, Banks. Banks, yeah, Carl Banks. I think he'd be a better uh, color man on the Giants radio than Carl Banks is, but that's just me. So we'll see if yeah, that, I guess he wants no part of that. He okay.
7: don't want any yeah. part of broadcasting.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know, but uh, he'd be good.
4: You yeah know, pretty good. So, um, okay. okay anything, a, anything else? Yeah, I have, have a couple go? of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, rookie defensive lineman, Jalen Twyman, for the Minnesota Vikings. He was a six-round pick out, out of Penn State. Every time he was in the wrong place at the wrong time over the weekend, he got out in Washington. He got in the middle of a – he was sitting in his car, but he got in the middle of a gunfight. Got shot four times. Mm-hmm. But they say he's going to be all right and, and be ready for the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, the other we'll thing see, is – is a defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs, Frank Clark, was arrested in LA yesterday because he had a Uzi machine gun on the back seat of his car. Okay, yeah.
3: uh, Why don't they carry on Uzo instead of Uzi? I, I, don't I don't get it. You know, Uzo's I, more
4: I, fun.
5: Yeah.
3: So my know. my part of
4: the NFL report's been brought to you by the NRA's.
5: <laughs> there
4: you go. uh, Good.
5: To all right. The whole the whole thing about that is, how do these NFL players get a hold of military weapons like that? I, I you know, it it get from
3: the, I guess from what weapons. I hear,
4: in in some states, it's perfectly legal. I, I was there was some show this morning on the radio. Was looking it up, and they said you can go online right. Right now, and get a newsie for four thousand dollars if you're in the right state.
0: Okay. Wow. I think Sean. Unfortunately, right unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. that's, that's well out of all of our budgets. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving my I think,
3: pennies. I think Sean would be in the right state. I don't think yeah. we are.
0: No,
6: no, we're no. no. You can't buy it. No, why? No, no we're not. <laughs> okay. All right.
3: So, any any more NFL? That's all I have. I think all that's
5: right. all we got.
3: All man. right. So the NHL. We're down to our final four. They have been for a week or so. And Tampa Bay beat um, uh, the Islanders last night, eleven to nothing. Eight, eight to eight nothing. Eight to nothing. nothing. I'm <laughs> sorry. And David USF was talking about big uh, shutouts in uh, hockey. May as well get that done right now. And if I can find it, here it is. And uh, talking about uh, Tampa Bay also, the uh, thing that they've done. And then uh, they haven't, Tampa Bay hasn't lost two in a row for the in the playoffs for 40 games. And that is a, the longest streak ever since Montre- uh, Montreal, 76 through 78. Uh, they lost, they hadn't gone, uh, but it's fewer games. And um, Brad Point has scored uh, in his last eight straight games. Yeah. And he's
5: well, I think it's Braden Point, isn't Braden it? Point. Yeah. Braden, yeah, yeah, it is yeah.
3: Braden Point, yeah, it is Braden Point. Yeah, uh, goals in eight straight games, and he's the second-longest stretch in the same postseason. He's got 13 goals altogether. Reggie Leach scored in 10 straight in 76 for the Flyers. And then those shutouts last uh, in the last yeah. two rounds, so that covers the whole playoffs because it used to just be a two-round playoff. Right. Now, they beat the Islanders 8 to nothing. Pittsburgh beat Minnesota 8 nothing in 91 to uh, clinch the Stanley Cup. And then the sixth game and Montreal beat Toronto 11 to nothing to clinch the Stanley Cup in 44. So uh there you go. So those are the big uh, shutoffs like we were talking to to Jerry about. And then um, let's see in the me- in the meantime sister show Dominic Ducharme came down with COVID, the Montreal coach. So he is going to be out of that series. I think he if if they win it he'll be back, you know, because it's a, I think a 10-day, 10-day protocol and yeah. I think it would take him just about through Sunday and the series that's about when the series would end. So anyway, right now uh, Tampa Bay uh, did uh, win that game, so they're up on the owners uh, three games to two. And actually, it was uh, four games to two that Tampa Bay beat the Islanders last year. So yeah. And of course, this is real home mites. I mean, this was all in the bubble last year. It Didn't seem I couldn't right. remember. You know, that's the thing. That's one way that, like, last year, I don't remember sometimes how long the series were because they all sounded the same, blah blah blah. But you would remember like a team going in and winning in the in the road, uh, you know, building or something like that. But that wasn't happening in the bubble, so it's hard right. to remember. So anyway, Tampa Bay uh, could uh, wrap that up and they. Golden Knights and Montreal are tied two games apiece, and uh, you know, Rick, you were commenting on the. Uh, I think I don't know if it was before the show or, or I think it was about how good that game was uh, Tuesday, uh, the last play of that oh, Saturday night, Saturday night game, yeah. Day. Yeah,
4: what was his name? A done thing from the Lightning. got the puck yeah. in front of the net, and he just did a complete 360 turn, got to his backhand, and it was like one second left, he shot the open net, and then the defenseman block, um, blocked it because the goalie was completely out of it. It was yeah.
3: amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, so anyway, but that, uh, but uh, uh, the the owners are in trouble on that one. And, uh, and uh, let's see, and Montreal and Vegas are tied 2-2. So tonight, Montreal and Vegas at 9 p.m., on uh, the uh, fifth game back in Vegas. And Wednesday night, Tampa Bay and the Islanders at 8 p.m. Right. So I think that is all the NHL stuff. Is there anything else yeah. that we have? Our,
5: um, I th- I think that's it. Um yeah. track. Yeah.
3: What's that? Wimbledon, uh, is uh, Wimbledon, Wimbledon, Wimbledon is, is my, Oh, he He's keeping, he kept a copy of his agenda, isn't <laughs> I nice? Mean? Okay, so let's see. Uh, all right, I'm just going through and getting rid of the, uh, the dead wood here. Yeah, okay, Wimbledon. Robert, why don't you uh, take it through that because you're the one that uh, has story.
5: Uh, yeah, well, as we know, Naomi Osaka will not be in Wimbledon, and Rafael Nadal uh, decided that he was not going to, do Wimbledon or the Olympics. Wimbledon, the only reason is, is because the French Open started a week later than normal, and he said there wasn't enough time to, to uh go from uh, clay to grass and uh, play in warm-up tournaments and whatnot. And as far as the Olympics are concerned, he said the uh, virus is out of control and and he he was not going to uh, go to Japan. I wouldn't be surprised after Wimbledon to see a lot of other tennis players do that also, Chris, because Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of tennis players have been very vocal about not wanting to go play there uh, because they don't like uh, how Japan is handling the virus situation.
3: Uh Uh-huh yeah well i don't know i guess we're going to have the olympics but it's going to be i just hope it uh, works out for everybody yeah so anyway yeah. And, but we'll get guess, to
0: one in a few minutes that it didn't work out for yeah. yes
3: that's true <laughs> so for track and field we uh david usf was telling us about a swimming uh, guy 36 year old swimmer his name was uh, ryan lucky and he was trying to qualify but didn't he just missed a in seventh in the last race and he uh he had in 2016. I remember this story. I'd forgotten about. He had arrived yes. being robbed in in uh, Rio de Janeiro.
5: Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that.
3: And the uh, yeah. but so he doesn't get to go back. And uh, so anyhow, and let's see. I think that was uh, one thing. I think one of the older guys did get in. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but I don't. I don't uh, remember who. Did Phelps
6: get in again? I
3: think. I don't think. No, so. no. No, no. No, He's no. Phelps a- didn't
6: try. That's right.
3: No, no. No, anyway, well, okay. And then we're just putting this in for David USF. He gave us a lot of information on this guy. The new USC uh, director of track and field and the cross-country is Quincy Watts, and he graduated with USF uh, from... from Taft High School in Woodland Hills, California, and I think they graduated in 88, and he was appointed on his uh, 51st birthday, and he won the, uh, he won the 92 gold medal, medal in Barcelona in the 400 meters and the 92 4x400 meters, in also in Barcelona, and 93 World Track and Field uh, Silver, think uh, he won the gold in the World Track and Field in 93, and the silver in 91, both in uh, 4x400, and started at USC in uh, track and field as well and I, I i heard the rumor he could outrun david usf uh, in high school yeah, <laughs> I heard that too, yeah yeah so anyway so that that we just threw that in yeah. because it was uh Dave's one of our guys and uh, why not he mentioned it uh, and gave it to us so why wouldn't we mention it so i think that's all i had on track and field anybody else got anything on the trial we, do, we do
0: well not on the trials but
3: oh yeah that's right you, you yeah this is a funny story go ahead perry
0: we have um this happened before the trials Shelby Hoolihan is from um, Sioux City, Iowa. She was a Sioux City East graduate. Uh, she said her dream was to go to the Olympics ever since she was five. Well, it was announced last Wednesday that she tested positive for a uh, performance-enhancing drug. I don't have the name of what she tested positive for. And she appealed her suspension claiming that she had a tainted burrito. Yeah, now apparently the US Olympic happens. Committee the US Olympic Committee apparently didn't buy this because first they said that she would be allowed to run on Friday in the in the crack uh, but then they came back and said nah that uh, she wasn't going to be allowed to run so she may have been dreaming of the Olympics since she was five but it don't sound like she's going this year yeah bob baffert called oh, him up sure. and said hey if you're not allowing me to race you can't <laughs> let her run yeah <laughs> but you know those those burritos those darn things are just yeah, okay yeah, that's, that's what you
3: get for running for the border she figured, i don't know how she was going to get her burritos to japan i don't know what's going to happen yeah. yeah anyway okay so i think we're ready for the poll question all right and you can call in like i said download the zoom
6: app or dial 646-876 uh 646 <laughs> 9923 And the end the code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred. Hit pound key twice Star nine, raise your hand More key on the iPhone I'll on the computer Full question Some of your favorite Cinderella stories Or, you know, kind of out of nowhere stories Kind of like what we've talked about today You know in sports. Um, yeah. So we'll start off with
3: Chris. Okay. Well, of course, my all-time favorite is the 67 Red Sox. And Rick can take them too. They're big enough. They were 25-man yes. rosters. Okay. <laughs> that's all right, Some for him, some for me. But no, that was such an amazing summer. I mean, here they were. They they had finished 72-90 and 90 the year before, half a game ahead of the, the dreaded Yankees. Uh, so they didn't finish last. That was kind of cool. But I mean, they, they just they started. Everybody said, it like the record's at fifth place. But pennant, that's just an impossible dream. I mean, <laughs> they, they played. They were so dealing 66. They were 28-51. and 51. And then they ended up at 72 and 90. And you say, well, that's not great. Well, when you start 28 and 51, you're five games over the second half. It's that decent. So, okay. I win 86, 88 yeah. games coming for fifth. That'd be nice. But boy, here they came in the, the the greatest pennant race of all time. And they won it on the last day and went to the seventh game of the world series against the Cardinals were really a good team. Of course, the 69 Mets is another example of that. And, uh, you know, coming out of nowhere, they had done nothing in 68 and, uh, losing record. And they had, had seven losing seasons in a row and they came, came through and won the whole thing. And, that knocked off the early season. Uh, amazing Cubs, because people were all excited about the Cubs, because the Cubs were leading for most of the year, until the Mets took, took it about middle of, mid to late August and passed them, so that was the first year of divisional play, and the Cubs and Mets were in the same division there. Also in 69, I'd say the Celtics, you know, uh, you think, oh, it's all like to no, win the championship. They were fourth, and they weren't playing real well, but Russell, they were all resting. This, was, this wasn't this was load management. This was injuries and old age and everything else, and you know, Russell and Sam Jones and, you know, these guys, and they, they, you know, Tommy Sanders, and they're all over 30, and uh, he was resting them getting them through, getting them ready and they, they beat Philadelphia and in uh, no no home court advantage beat Philadelphia beat the Knicks and beat the Lakers to win the win the title and that was uh, quite a quite a thing and uh, you know uh, uh, Montreal right now. If they do it, if they were to win this, they would be a Cinderella story. Yeah. This team, yeah. you know, being being stuck up in Canada, not able to travel, not able to experience crowds or anything. I think they've got some crowds there now. It sounds like they've got crowds there now of some sort in Montreal. But, you know, this, any you know that w- that's amazing. Firing their coach in the middle of the year. Their coach gets COVID. You know, I mean, they, they may lose this series, and that's fine. But if they do win it, they'll be one of the – and, you know, who wants to have Montreal win another cup? I mean, they're they our arch rival. As a matter of fact, there's actually – I didn't realize the Montreal people uh, recognize. Bruins as much of a rival, but they said you're the kind of Can-, on one of their ads. Well, you're the kind of Canadian fan who won't even buy or a Boston cream donut, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> so apparently they take it seriously too. Oh, but I mean, we don't. They've got twenty. You know, people don't realize they're only a couple of championships behind the Yankees. I think they got yeah. twenty four, yeah. and the Yankees have twenty six or something. So uh, you know, if they win it, it's like sort of ho hum. But it's like the Celtics. You know, you say ho hum because it's a team that always wins. But uh, it would be an amazing story if they do it. Okay, well, I think right. one of the
4: reasons they, they don't compare them that much with the Yankees is because for so long there was only six teams in the league. That's true, yeah. but, uh, yeah.
3: you know, it's it, it it, uh, there were only eight in the American League. You know, it wasn't that different. And they were, and you had a half one once you won the pennant. So it uh, yeah. wasn't real different back in those yeah. days. Anyway.
4: Uh, well, certainly the 67 Red Sox. I can still, uh, you know, over 50 years later, I can still pitch uh, every, every – uh, batter in that fifth inning when the Red Sox got five runs to go ahead, five to two. Yeah, it's a, it's um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Super Bowl three with Joe Namath and the Jets. Yeah, I thought that was you know. Um, I don't really think Super Bowl forty two was I would call a Cinderella story. I mean, the Giants were good enough to be in the playoffs. But, you know, I don't. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah. it was a major. It was a major upset, but I don't think it's a su- uh, Cinderella story. No. And then, of course, the the biggest I think is um, the nineteen eighty Olympic hockey team. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. I Absolutely. Yeah. And that's okay. mine.
0: Okay, Perry? Yeah. Well, Rick stole one of mine. I was going to say the 1980 hockey team, but I, they were good enough. We'll say them again. So yeah. that was good yeah. enough. But I think my, my two big ones would both be college stories. And obviously when Northern Iowa knocked off Kansas in the 2010 NCAA tournament, I don't think there was anybody who gave them much of a chance to win that game. Mm-hmm. But they certainly did, and then in football, they beat a very good Texas State team in 2005 to go to the national title game in uh, in that year in football. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a, a couple of good college. But in that Texas State game, that was a double overtime game. So I mean, it was a great game, and yep. as we all know, Kansas was a great game. We know we know down goes Kansas. That's where that came. Frank <laughs> up at. <laughs> That's where that but, came from. Uh, Bill,
2: let's see. The 1990 Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I don't think anybody... Oh, you
5: would have to bring that up. I (laughs) would.
2: But I don't think anybody expected them, much less win the division, much less win the World Series and went wire to wire. In first place. I'll, I'll say that one. I would have said the hockey in 1980. Um, Didn't
0: they have built the 1990 Reds? Wasn't that the year they had um, all the good bullpen pitchers? Brantley. Yes, and all those guys? Yes, yes. Yeah, those yeah, yeah, Yes, Yeah.
2: All those guys, yeah. That's the year when Lou Piniella no, came. Norm
0: Charlton. Norm Charlton, yeah.
2: Yeah, Lou Piniella came that year. And it yes. was just the right combination. He was, you know, he was just, I mean... Lou was just Lou, mm-hmm. and they had yeah. just well was it the year before when Pete Rose was exited from the from baseball <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. but but I would say that when you know basketball, there's always been the the share of upsets but you know but but i'm I'm gonna have to stick with that one.
0: Okay. I'll bet you were very happy, Bill, about the '87 Hoosiers.
2: They would, but I didn't yeah. know if I called that an upset.
0: I wouldn't say it was an upset, but you got
2: to be happy no. about it. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, 1981 and '76.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, any championships are great, but right, yeah, right, just right. Just the one the you don't to come out of the
2: blue. That's they're the not happening Indiana. anytime soon with Indiana. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> Okay, right, uh, well, well,
5: how about the 1983 NCAA, NC State Wolfpack, Jim Valvano, the, coming and out and of nowhere. They can
3: do it now in baseball. Look at him go. Bay and
5: ball, and right? uh, winning that title, that, yep. uh, that, uh, you know, that was a shocker. And um, I, I, what I would consider an upset because I didn't, I didn't consider them a great team. How about the 2004 Detroit Pistons? Yes.
6: Uh, yep. they, yes.
5: That team didn't have any big names on it, but they came out of nowhere and they won the title. They did. I yeah. uh, I, be, I believe they didn't. They beat San Antonio Sean in the finals. No,
6: they beat. No, they beat, they beat, uh, they beat the Lakers.
5: Lakers. Uh, they beat the Lakers. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, San that,
6: Antonio's only lost one final.
5: Yeah. The, that hit. that that team came out of nowhere. I mean, to, still to this day, if you mention the two thousand four Pistons. Uh, who can you think of that people
3: remember that more about the O four O five Pistons with the fight in the stands than they do right. the O three O four championship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, also when you bring giving up college basketball and you mentioned uh, we should throw in Villanova in eighty five. Eighty five, you know, yeah. Even though it was yeah. one game and they were big east rivals, and Villanova had a really good team to you know be in the final four and all that. Well they
6: the were goal. they were a high seed though. They were no. like a, they were like a seven or eight seed. Yeah, player. I
3: think they were. So uh you know they yeah, yeah they and BC, I think we had about six teams in the big East B C and Villanova. With the lowest seeds, I know that.
5: And of course, yeah. uh, you want to talk about unexpected. How about the '86 Masters with Jack Nicholas? Yes, that's <laughs>
3: right.
5: I mean, no, nobody. I mean, everybody thought you know Jack and and hi, much and
0: Tiger needs. in '19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about the '85? How about the '85 Royals when they beat the Cardinals? I don't think too many true. people yeah. thought that yeah, was yeah, going to yeah. happen either. Yeah. Nope. Yeah,
5: no. that, uh, that's another yeah. one, and especially uh, well, uh, g- Game 7 was so anti-climatic because didn't they win that 11 to nothing? Something like yeah. that. Well, in
6: Game 6, it was that umpire call. Yeah, Don, like,
5: D- Don Dink- Dinkinger. Uh, yep. yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. No, there are there were, there were several of them you can mention. We have had, we've
0: had some famous umpires that come from this state, too. You have him. <laughs> he was yeah. involved in that one. And, you know, I- in the end... He was one of the nicest people, from what I've been told, that you would ever meet. Mm-hmm. And of course, another famous umpire that's from here is Tim McClellan. We know what he's been inv- involved in. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's had a lot uh, of those but, calls.
5: But nobody wants to claim Angel Hernandez. So no. No.
0: he was inv- Tim McClellan. He, he was the umpire, I believe, in the Yankees Royals pine tar incident. Uh, yeah, I believe he was. But Drove you know, Brad, I though. can tell. I can tell you, having met him, he is a very nice person.
3: We have a lot of umpires from right. Oh, the ones that Joe always points out are the ones from Youngstown, Ohio, where he worked. There's a lot of them from Youngstown for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And there used to be a yeah. lot from here. When I was a kid, they used to talk about they were from New England. Many of them were from New England. One of them, a guy named Charlie Barry, was an umpire in the in the summer and an NFL official in the fall. I remember him uh, <laughs> doing, doing NFL. The NFL games in the late 50s, early 60s. yeah. Yikes.
5: So, uh,
6: yeah, go ahead, Sean. Oh, you took a couple of mine. You took NC State and Villanova. Yeah, those two. And then I think, if you remember, they didn't win the championship, but the 81 Rockets, they were only like, what, a 41-41 and team, and they made it.
3: To went the finals, and they went to, yep. the, yeah, and they went uh, what yeah. six games against the? They, yeah,
6: they went six games with them. In the eight, and they beat you know, the Lakers. That, that was, that was
3: the big thing they did. Beat the Lakers. Yeah, you know, the Lakers. That was the yeah, whole of the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. of you. course. Yeah, Royals
6: beating my Cardinals in '85. I think of it. You know, no one expected them. They didn't even expect them to get in the playoffs, and they got in. And then you know the I seventy World Series, and then it mm-hmm. just sort of happened. Another one I think of. Well. Buster Douglas over Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no one had ever heard of Buster Douglas. Nope. It was just, yeah, it was one of his fights, one of his obligation fights that he had to do. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah, a few years ago when... Uh, Douglas
5: when he was, he was a mandatory challenger, and champions yeah. do have to do that sometimes. And, well, yeah. sometimes it can come back and bite you.
6: Yeah, and then I think a few years ago when Jordan Speed got his first Masters, he was a rookie. You know, he'd only, he only played one year of college ball and just... Coming in there and getting that—I mean—that Masters, that was just. Uh-huh. I mean, no one had ever heard of him, and he came. He came out of you know, and look what he did. And then I think that this year, especially the Cinderella story, that'll be the biggest one is if somehow Atlanta comes in and wins it.
3: Oh, they—they they would be one too, like Montreal. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. I think That's they true. would be one even more than the Clippers because. You know, Cobras are kind of expected.
3: Actually, I forgot that I was going to write. I missed it when I was going through the news. I should mention now they were when they fired um, uh, Lloyd. uh, I can't think of his last name. Lord Pierce. They were fourteen and twenty. And they yep. ended up ten games over five hundred. This would be like a, the St. Louis Blues when they replaced their goalie in two thousand nineteen. We ought to give throw them in there too, because in the middle of the yep. season they were last that's place, right. and yep. they and they won the Stanley Cup in nineteen. And it, yeah. So,
0: so, so Chris, so Chris, me. Teams. I should have remembered that one. Yeah. Oh, and, but, and
5: by and by the way, Atlanta, Pierre, if you want to send, uh,
0: Pierre, if you want to start unmuting, go ahead.
5: By the way, Atlanta, you need to sign Nathan Millen because yeah. if you don't. There yeah. are seven <laughs> jobs open. Teams out there might <laughs> <laughs>
0: do it.
3: But anyway, so they they ended up you know from fourteen and. 20 and uh could, you know with a hot team down the stretch and
7: uh now they're in the uh eastern Finals. yeah that's a five seed go ahead here okay. uh y'all were mentioning Eli Manning a while ago Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara took the same job yesterday with NASCAR oh that's right I forgot to mention that in the NFL notes yeah right. Down, that's right okay. and uh, and then one of mine is Alan Kowicki, a NASCAR driver Uh, won the NASCAR championship against all the big, huge teams that had two and three cars. He was an independent, owned his own car, and won the NASCAR championship. He's the one that, after he won, did the Polish victory lap, went around the track backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like Jimmy yep. Pearsall with the
3: 200th home run. Yeah.
7: Yep.
1: Right. So,
3: and, guy, uh, talk about Ben Simmons. Weren't there some problems with him at LSU?
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He He never went to class, he never did anything. He was just there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. my other one, uh, let's see, my other one is uh, 2019 LSU, the uh, national yeah. championship in football. Mm-hmm. They were like sixty or seventy to one odds. Uh yep. wow. they were picked like to wind up fourth or fifth, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, uh, oh. this one guy, this one guy here in Baton Rouge, bet a thousand dollars at the beginning of the year that they, they would win the national championship and he won all kind of money. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now back to this Alan Kamara deal, Didn't, His deal, wasn't it? He signed as an
6: executive with NASCAR or something. Was it a community?
7: Well, basically he's going to do the same thing that Eli Manning is going to do. Uh, he's going to, uh, like, uh, try to bring in, uh, uh, like black, black fans and, uh, uh, you know, yeah. other, other races. And then there's a couple of other things they said he was going to do. I forget what they are. but Yeah, I forget what all it was. But basically what it was, he said during the pandemic, NASCAR was the only thing
6: on and He had never really watched it. He got into it, and he started oh. studying it. And he said he's still going to play. He's still going to play for the Saints and everything, but he said he thinks he can do it.
3: Okay. All right, okay. another team we should throw
0: in because they kind of sort like Jerry, maybe, go, Jerry. go ahead and start unmuting. We'll get and maybe to you,
3: but, you know the the one team that we could throw in, and maybe we wouldn't do it because it's similar to the uh, Giants uh, beating the Patriots that time in Super Bowl Forty Two. The Eagles when they beat the Patriots. I mean, nobody expected that, and they had no. uh, foals in there and everything, no. and uh, that was that nope. was pretty crazy that they were able to win the yep. go through the playoffs and win it. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. I one of Jerry's.
1: Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's going to be one of mine. I was thinking about the Eagles. <laughs> I was really – well, actually, I was excited about both times when they beat the Packers and when we're in the national champs in, in '60. Yep, and that was great. And uh, uh, I would have to put Villanova in there, beating
3: Georgetown and you know, NCAA finals. At, at the time the Eagles beat the Packers, though, Jerry, the Eagles had been good for a couple of years. I mean, they weren't maybe quite as good as the Browns and the Giants, but they were pretty good. Packers, that was their first year for them to get there. And, of course, they went on to win, win them, but that they'd been lousy. You know, the Lombardi had just gotten, that was his second year, and Lombardi had just turned them around. So that was the team that was the new kids on the block, really, at that point. Okay. Yeah, but Villanova against Georgetown, absolutely. Oh, yeah,
1: it was great. And, of course, the uh, gold medal, uh, the the Olympic hockey team in 80. Yep. And uh, they're they're the ones I can think of right at the top of my head.
4: Okay. Chris, what about the um? Especially if you think about where they were at the beginning of the season, what about the
3: Patriots' first Super Bowl win? That's true. You'd yeah. have to say a similar thing to the Blues and the and the you know all yeah. that. And then it's maybe hard Lakers now because it won so many to think yes. of that as a. That's, that's right. Same thing with yeah. the Packers. Same kind of thing. Yeah. You're right. That was J- that was another one. Yeah. Jamal,
8: Jamal is the okay. Jamal. All right. Okay,
3: Jamal. I,
8: I have a couple of them. To okay. keep, a couple of major upsets. First of all, in the NFL, y'all are forgetting about. Oh the the 13 Baltimore Ravens when they were, when they backed into the playoffs with a wild card and then went all the way. Yeah, they, that's right. they beat, That
5: was a hardball yep. though. They beat they beat the 49ers. Yeah.
8: Forgot yeah. About yeah, that. yeah they they backed in I think on the last day of the season and made a nice run through the playoffs. I don't know. I thought they were home. No, I guess you're right. I guess they went into Denver and beat them, and yeah, yeah. And, and, and okay. I, think, I, think, I think then they also take out your Patriots, Chris. They yes, that was the championship. Doing that run? Yep. yeah. I took them out in uh. Yeah. I think they took them out in. The Patriots had beaten the them game. the year before, and then they came
3: up here. Then both games were here, and then they beat them the next year. Yeah,
8: that's right. Right, yep. and then and then also in baseball from a couple of years ago. The, wa- the Washington Nationals. True. Remember, they started off in last place, and then Strasburg and yeah. company went on a roll, yeah. and they beat, they beat the cheating Houston Astros. Right? No, that's yeah. right. So, that's another good but, one. And also, and Jamal, also Jamal, you I just can... love to hand it to those Astros, don't you? I, <laughs>
5: well, I appreciate it.
0: When, I appreciate it when he does.
8: Yeah. <laughs> right, right, and then of course on the college basketball side. Yeah, a few years ago, Loyola, Loyola Chicago making their run all the way through to the yeah. final four. I'm, I'm not fortunate. sure how good Loyola of Chicago in '63
3: that won the whole thing was. I, that, but be, them beating that Cincinnati in that game yeah. was an
8: upset. I know that.
3: Right? right. No, I, no, I'm talking about the modern day. Loyola. I know that. Loyola but I'm Loyola talking about the ones that one that won the whole we're thing.
6: Not it, but
8: yeah. Great. yeah. Right. Right. And and also Wisconsin taking down Kentucky. out of Kentucky won like about 38 in a row. In the mm-hmm. EC yeah. tournament, the Badgers who were not expected to do that, they took Frank Kaminsky the boys, took them out, and then okay. let's see in college let's see, what else? Hmm, we got baseball, we got in the NBA uh yep. and college. I think I think that's it. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna miss something won't forget Friday night. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, Chris, it is time. It is time.
3: All right. For, so we have five uh, people. We already told you about Bobby Unser uh, being uh, actually of dying of uh, complications to hip surgery. So we have Art Dittmar, 92 years old. His major league career lasted from April 19th of 54 until May 19th of 62. He played for the Philadelphia A's in 54, and then the KCA's 55 and 56, then the Yankees in 57 through 61, Kansas City again in 61 and 62. He, he uh, won won the World Series and he was in the World Series and they won it in 1958. He started 156 of 287 games. He was 72 and 77. 3.97 ERA and 552 strikeouts. Uh, he uh, His first major league win was uh, September 26, 1954. He won the last game at Connie Mack Stadium for the uh, A's, and the first win of, of his career, as I said, in Philadelphia beat the Yankees 8-6. And uh, after there was an 85 commercial played where they played the uh, call where Chuck Thompson says Dittmar throws and uh, and, uh, Bill Maseraki hit the home run. And apparently that brought back into mind the fact that uh, Dittmar uh, was falsely accused of throwing that ball. That was Ralph Terry who did it. And apparently he sued Budweiser for putting that out. He lost because they said, you know, uh, it was just uh, you know, they, they could do that, and uh, the uh, judge ruled, you know, pitchers hit home runs. He actually missed the boat because what he should have done is gone on a tour with Bill Maseraki if Bill was still alive, and I think he was, because one of the things that happened was, one of the biggest things that happened in, in, in Ralph Branca's life, he started to go around with Bobby Thompson. They'd do appearances together, and they made a lot of money doing that. So, you know, if Ralph Terry, maybe the three of them should have gone around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Terry, Maseraki, and Dittmar, because uh, he He didn't take it in the way Ralph Branca did, who just said, oh, hey, I I lost a game, but uh, they invited him. Hey, Ralph Branca was the uh, guy with uh, Howard Cosell in the first two years of the Mets uh, pre- and post-game show. So, you know, he he made it into, uh, you know, he wasn't that significant a pitcher, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, he made something out of it. And uh, he went, He sued for five hundred thousand, and he lost it. And he was uh, he was warming up in the bullpen. I think that's what Chuck Thompson was uh, thinking of, and just said. Gene also made another mistake right after that, which was he said the you know the Yankee uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates have beaten the New York Yankees by a score of ten to nothing. Well, ten to <laughs> nine. He corrected himself a minute later. But so the thing is, this guy never made mistakes. He's one of the best announcers there ever was. And you know, I don't know, but just one of those, one of those things. And uh, Ralph, I mean Art Dittmar, after his career was became the uh, recreational director of the uh, Brook Park, Ohio, and then, uh, you know, so that was it. So he had, uh, and by the way, Harvey Haddix, who we talked about a few weeks ago, won that game. So uh, that was uh, you know the guy that lost that no hitter that we talked about a few day, a few weeks ago and um, yep. died a few weeks ago, uh, Jim Phelan, ninety two years old uh, and the uh, longtime Mount Saint Mary's Maryland uh, basketball coach. He uh, fifty three and fifty four uh, he was an assistant there and the head coach from fifty four through two thousand three. He was also the baseball coach from fifty five through sixty five and the athletic director director from sixty seven through eighty nine. In in basketball he was. 830 wins and 524 losses and he's in the college hall of fame in 08 and and he was in 14 division two tournament and he five five final fours of division two and he won the championship in 1962 division one they started in 88 and they made it uh, 95 and 99 and uh he always wore a bow tie and uh and i guess uh he was the north northeast uh, conference coach of the year trophy is named after him and died in his sleep. Then we have Ron Saul, 73 years old, guard at College of Michigan State. Then for the Oilers, another Oiler. Boy, these Oilers yeah, are another Oiler. doing well. 70 through 75, Washington Redskins 76 or 81. 113, he started 113 of 142 games, four fumble recoveries, and uh, and his uh, he had two brothers to play in the NFL, Bill and his twin, Rich, and uh, they're all dead now. Uh, let's see, Leroy Jones, 80, uh, 70 years old, uh, college, he went to Norfolk state and then, uh, he went to uh, Edmonton, uh, played for the Edmonton Eskos, Eskimos, and then he went to in '74 and '75. Then the Chargers '76 through '83, and he was 90 uh, started 90 of 111 games, three interceptions, one touchdown, and uh, six recovered fumbles, 43.5 sack. He was part of the Chargers uh, line known as the Bruce Brothers, and he uh-huh. blocked a field goal uh, when they remember that great San Diego Miami playoff game in uh, 1982 yeah. uh, January second of 1982 san diego beat miami 41 to 38 and uh, on january 2nd of 82 and he was in, in overtime he blocked one of the field goals by Uwe von Schaman. and yep. the guy who won the game with a field goal it was rolf Minerska. So two great yep. names on that in that game and then uh, let's see we have uh the last guy is tom Kervers, 58 years old and he went to college at minnesota duluth from 80 through 84 he was a he was uh Let's see, uh, 192 points for a defenseman there at at Minnesota Duluth. He won the Hobie Baker Award in 84 for the Outstanding College Player. He was in the Minnesota Duluth Hall of Fame in 91, national uh, junior team in 82, and the regular national team in 87 and 89. Uh, He played for the Canadiens from 84 through 86. And they, he was part of the Canadians' 86 Cup winning team, but not in the playoffs. He was injured. And then he played for Buffalo at 86 and 87, New Jersey 87 through 89, Toronto 89 and through 91, Vancouver 91, the Ioners 91 through 94, Anaheim uh, 94 and 95. And he played in Japan. Did you know there was hockey in Japan? 95 to 96. He had 80, 859 games, 93 goals, 326, 328 uh, assists for 421 points. And in uh, 300. 52 minutes in penalties, 57 playoff games, 8 goals, 22 assists for 30 points, and 68 minutes in penalties. And then he was a radio uh, analyst for the Phoenix Coyotes, 97 98, and then the Phoenix uh, Scout, 98 through 05, and then the Phoenix uh, Player Personnel, 05 through 08. And then uh, he went to the Tampa Bay for assistant GM, 08 11. Then he was in the senior advisor to the GM, 11 through 18. And then he went to Minnesota and was assistant. And GM for a while from eighteen through until the time of his death, and he died of cancer. So that is that with the death of this week.
0: Go ahead oh, and wrap right. it up, Sean.
3: All right, folks, if you want to download this podcast or tell a friend to download it, they can get
6: it at com. They can also type in Sports Lounge Live in their podcatcher or tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or go to 773-572-3006, option number 9. So I guess we will see you all next week.
3: Yeah, more NBA, more uh, NHL, and uh, more baseball, and the College World Series will be still rolling, I guess, huh? Yeah. All right.
6: Recording stop.